Evil Squid Hi, Comics Evil. Podcast, uh, Season 4, Episode 14. 14. 414. 414. 414. Hey. We are the Evil Squid Comics Podcast. I'm Drew. I'm Scott. And that's Scott. And we get together every couple weeks and we talk about TV shows, movies, and mostly comic books. So, is San Diego next week? Or I believe this week? so. Next weekend. But 21st. it starts on Wednesday. That's it always starts on a Wednesday. Yeah. Okay, I was thinking it was If you week. consider preview night a start. I do. That's when okay. all the exclusives sell out. It's true. People are already done. They probably sell night. out before the show even opens on yeah, preview night. Because sure. all the dealers All the dealers go. buy everything. Did you see that Diamond wasn't given free passes this year? Uh-uh. You have to actually pay for them. But you can get them? You can get them, but you have to pay. It's like 400 bucks a person. Is it? For the for the diamond retail passes. What is the normal? Is it four hundred dollars for well, a probably? I think it's probably something great. like that. What if we Jeez. if we paid two, one? 50? When we went the first time, I it's probably about that. I don't know. That was like years ago, man. I was looking at the guest list this year. Yeah. Straczynski's going to be there. I yeah, like, they, they always have good guests. I don't know. There weren't that many though. I mean, go to San Diego, get COVID. It sounds like a pretty good deal. Right. You know, I thought the same thing about Heroes Con. And when you didn't get COVID, I don't know how yet. you didn't get COVID, dude. You haven't had COVID yet. Just lucky, I don't know. I didn't get it. I know. Yeah, but you just had. But I think California is going through a surge right now. Hmm. They got that BA five out there. Matt Kent, what? The BA five is out of California. Is that the new one? That's the new one. Super transmission. Invisible. What is monkeypox? Is that a variation of COVID? No, that's a totally different disease. Apparently, there's a case of monkeypox in Kansas City. Oh, nice. So it's close. It is. You're going to hop, skip, and jump down to Wichita. You're going to get it when you go to Fountain City. When you go to Fountain City, you'll get some monkeypox. I'll get monkeypox. Yay. I asked for it. I asked for it at the hotel that I'm staying at. I said, can I please get some monkeypox? You're staying at a hotel for Fountain City? It's two days. Dude, you didn't even last three days at Heroes. You're not going to last two days at Fountain City. That's my fault, probably, on the Heroes 101. Even if he did spend a lot of money. He barely lasted two days at Planet. He was ready to go, like, two hours into Saturday. Yeah, but that's... This is different, though, because I have a table. Oh, you have a table there? Yeah. Yeah, I'm not just oh, going to I hang out. I thought you were out. just going to hang out. No, I have a table. No, Why do you have a table? Two. Are you taking all our shit to try and sell it? No, not that what? kind of table. He's it's just, an air cap table. He's just advertising we air cap. space. Yeah, but, but take all our shit and try and sell I, it. He, I'm not going to do that. Oh. One, not. I don't want to carry that well, shit yeah. around. Well, yeah. Is that the main and reason? two... I didn't think yeah, it give was you a chance cool to see how much to... stuff you can fit. Yeah, I think that was legit. Like, dude gives me a free table to yeah. advertise my show. I didn't Don't you do that at Smallville, though? 18. No, John's... No, Kim... He lets Kim set up, so me and Kim share the table, and uh, we sell so Mr. Right. Yeah. But we don't sell, like, retail... We don't sell, like, boxes of books. I thought you took all our shit to Smallville. You didn't? No. Oh. I took it was a few just, things to Smallville. It was just a Craig show. Yes. Okay. I took a few things to Smallville and sold them. That's cool, dude. To James Bounds for some money. Cool. I sold my Thor, my Mighty Thor number one, the Jane Foster, the first. Oh, you sold that one? Did you sell your God Butcher first appearance? No, because I don't have two of those. I had two of the. Oh, you had two of that one? Yeah. I was like, first, I was like, you broke up your run, but you had two, obviously. How much did you get for the Jane Foster thing? Because I think he gave me. That's not bad. For something you paid two, three bucks for. Right. Yeah, yeah. If that. It's a win. Was this one of those screw-ups with Diamond or something? No, this was actually, like, a while ago. Or one where you like, forgot. 
No, I think I have that. No, no, I don't no. Have that. Years ago, when all the speculation was coming out, I was buying two of a lot of stuff. Oh. I bought two of a lot of like first image titles and stuff. And that finally I thought, something paid off. And finally something paid off. Okay. Yes. So you're so probably actually money behind. I'm probably money mm -hmm. behind. Mm -hmm. Fair. Right. Yeah. Okay. So talking about Thor. And Thor, like God and Love and Thunder. Yes. We all saw it. That's amazing. I know. I am I so know. proud of you. I two. saw it first. You did. Yes. On my birthday. On what time did Thursday. you see it on Saturday? Saturday at. Twelve fifteen. Was the last one. Last I didn't to see, see it until four fifty-five. Uh, well, I should have gotten before four. You paid less money. Yes, that's what I do because I'm a cheapskate. Is that when the cutoff is? It is anymore. They keep yeah. making it early and early. Yeah, it used to be like six when it was yeah. the one. Well, still, like I was looking. Now the regal. Did like they four. add on? Did they add on the fees and stuff? We, if you buy them online. Like, yes. Yeah, because we were fees? like. Funny story, now that you mentioned it. We were driving there, we didn't have our tickets yet, and the movie had already started, because we get there late, because there's so many previews or whatever, you know? So, Chris is like, well, I'll just buy them online. We go online. For four tickets, it was like $7 for service charges. I'm like, no, nah, we'll just walk in and pay. <laughs> I'm paying $7 to well, have them before, so I don't have to go to the ticket stand. Right, yeah. Well, when I got, when I looked it up, they were saying it was like $12.07 per ticket. Yeah. But then when we got there, I paid them. I didn't, or I was just seeing how full it was, like how yeah. sold out it mm -hmm. was. But when we got there, they they only charged us like twenty for so two they, tickets. For two tickets, uh, so yeah. they were cheaper than what they gave me online. Don't yeah. they add in the fees after? I thought they added the fees after. So that's, that's what weird. I thought. So I don't know what happened. I Maybe, thought were you looking at the right the theater? Off. Maybe you're like on Screen X or IMAX or nah, something. I think it was on. Well, their website was weird because, like, I tried to do the matinee thing. Like, I tried. I thought five was the cutoff. It used so I to thought be. I was getting in cheap. Yeah. But it's it didn't matter if I picked one. Their, their website might have been screwed up because it said $12 for whatever. Well, well there, if I you think. go in the app, it's funky because it always shows, like, the East Side Warren first. I always get confused. And you have to scroll up. Then it's like, oh, downtown Warren. Then you scroll up. And then finally you get to the 21st Street. No, I was at the 21st okay. Street. Okay. Well, anyway. well, depending on which screen you pick, it could be different things. That's very true, matter. too. Yeah. Well, I understand that. All right. Cool. Anyway, Thor, Love, and Thunder. We all liked it? Yeah. I, I liked I enjoyed it. it. I liked it. Did I like it the most? I loved the Screaming Goats. I thought maybe I did. Weren't the Screaming Goats awesome? Freaking, every time they came on screen, I laughed. I can't yeah, believe they didn't so get did my wife. My wife was sitting next to me, and every time you hear that, <laughs> ah! she'd giggle. I'm so, laughing. I'm yeah. laughing. Well, they didn't even get their names, Toothnasher and Toothgrinder. Uh -huh. I was like, wow. They didn't. But I kind of liked the the fact that they were a gift, you know, too, from those aliens. I don't yeah. know how it is. In the, is it that same way in the comic? No, okay. no I don't think uh, so. They're part of the Norse did they, mythology. Did they really do, I mean, how much did they really follow from comic storyline? Anything besides just throwing in uh, a the God whole, Butcher? The whole Gore storyline was fairly close, and the whole Jane Foster storyline was fairly close. Really? And he kind of, okay. they crammed like a hundred issues of Jason Aaron... Thor, Thor into like into a two-hour two movie. movie. Of course, they kind of did. Funny. Of course, they kind of did the, the War of the Realms and Thor: Dark World. That was more the War of the Realms, I would say. Okay. Because they were fighting with Malekith and Malekith. Okay. Well, so, I and that was part of the thing too is that I figured that they got me obviously jam packing quite a bit of stuff in there, you know, in in multiple you know storylines into one movie which sometimes I, generally that pisses me off in a film yeah. especially if i'm somewhat familiar with the material but in this movie i thought it honestly worked but i'm not familiar though with jason aaron's run either no they got so, the gore 
the God Butcher storyline fairly close to the intent. Like, I mean, none of the details were the same, but the basic idea was the same. And then with the Jane thing, it was very close. Like, she had, she had cancer, and every time she turned into Thor, it kind of got rid of the chemotherapy so that it wasn't working, so it was killing her every time she turned into Thor. And so I think eventually in the book, she did die, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it's very... In terms of the big moment hits, it was very close. Very close. Yeah. Same thing with the gore making it yeah. to eternity and whatever. Well, there was no eternity in gore. They okay, kind of okay. added that in. Yeah. But the idea that gore wanted to kill all the gods and was, was trying to yeah. kill all the gods, that was yeah. the basic idea and that Thor was trying to stop him. And that Thor was trying to stop, yeah. I just yeah. didn't know if the whole ending part with gore No, was I don't even remember well. any of that. Because you I made don't... some mention of eternity in our text chat. Yeah. You know, well, so, yeah, because I didn't... So that made me wonder, oh, was that actually something from the comics then? No, no. I'm not, so, I was just thinking of eternity in general. Okay. I guess the Gore story was pretty different because he didn't, he didn't like wish to like bring his daughter back Back or anything like that. That was all added. But his overall... The idea of Gore was the same. Yeah, that his family died and that kind of caused him to... And he to hate the gods. Hate the gods and things, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, with the comics, it took over such a long time. There were some things in there that happened in the comics that they didn't really do like the whole point oh, sure i mean the whole he, point that, that, that like why five years to do that run didn't it maybe some longer the whole point why the hammer was down that jane could pick it up is because thor was convinced that he wasn't worthy yeah. to be a god. god and that wasn't even gore who did that that was the watcher thing in majabra yeah not the watcher but was nick, nick fury? fury yeah technically it was nick fury who did that but there's a whole different storyline story that that was involved right. in where he lost the hammer and then jane picked it up and so I did kind of like, though, and this is me talking as It's a, like a remix. Well, right, and this is me talking as, like, a film fan, you know, the fact that the this hammer that had been broken in the previous one, Ragnarok, still kind of was broke, I guess, in its own way, but yet the whoever could, was so worthy, it would combine, you know, back to itself. I like and, that, how and the, the hammer shattered. Yeah, and, and how it could be used pieces. into its pieces. Yeah, that was yeah. Kind of cool. that Exactly. Was yeah, I, I and I thought that was thing. funny the whole Mjolnir, Thor, and then um, did the you axe. like that and the yeah. storm? Thanks. What is the axe? Storm. Uh, they called it Stormbreaker. Stormbreaker. What's there weird because in the comic he did have the axe, but it was like gnarl something. It was something yeah. different. Yeah, I but you that. thought that was—I I don't know. I mean, I mean it was—it made me giggle a little bit. Uh, yeah, it made me giggle, but it was the whole movie is just goofy, kind of funny. Yeah, yeah. What was up with the one part where the kid, you know, um, what was it, Hemdale's son, you know, type thing comes up there? I want to be known as Axel or yeah, something like that. Because Taco Watiti's got like a hard on for guns and I know, too. and that's why I was like, but it just was like, yeah. That one kind of went a little far for me, but yeah, I loved. But all then the on the other Rose. side, I did like all of Guns N' Roses music. I like the fact that the music that's in his damn trailer is in the freaking film. That yeah, that the is crap nice. out of me sometimes. You know, when you get this really cool trailer oh, with this yeah. music on there, and then you watch the movie, and it's like that music's nowhere to be found. It doesn't, you know, work. You know, or whatever. I thought it was the Ragnarok trailer had was an immigrant song that was yes, in it? from yeah. was that in the movie? And yeah. that's in the movie okay. at the very beginning. I yeah, I didn't yeah. like. I really wanted... They didn't really kick it off with a punch like they did Ragnarok. Yeah, they really didn't. And no, they didn't. I, I was waiting for that kick, that punch like Ragnarok, but it was fine. It didn't I happen. don't know, though. I did like the whole... 
you know, him going out there and taking out all those freaking aliens from the, you know, for the other, whatever the hell planet they were on. And he's right. like well, single-handedly I mean, tearing them up. But, and then he's like, I protected your cathedral or whatever, you know. And now. also just, <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, that's just. Perfect. What was cool was like. And that's why I figured that when the, they gave him the gift, you know, this was like their revenge. They were like, yeah, had these screaming little pains in the ass for what you did to us. <laughs> Well, that's what was cool. Is like I knew from the trailer that it was Sweet Child of Mine, right? Yeah. And then you're watching the first scene, and they start playing Welcome to the Jungle. I'm like, what? There's a different Guns N' Roses song? <laughs> and then this is awesome. And, and then, then another one. And then another one. And then another yeah, one. I know. And then they just play part of November, November Rain. November Rain. Wasn't that perfect, you it know, was. It was as great. well, with all the kids and things, you know, yeah, fighting. Awesome. I mean, I you, you talked a little bit about did it work. I don't know. For me, I felt like the Guns N' Roses music did work with the different areas that it was in. It felt but, a little forced to me, but I liked, ah. I liked it so much. I liked Guns N' Roses so much I didn't really care. Okay. I just kind of went with it. Yeah. But it's kind of like, let's just throw some Guns N' Roses in all these different scenes and just But I felt like happens. it worked for me. Yeah, you know? I mean, like, it works okay. It, it, I don't know what it was. Like, maybe I, like, hold Guns N' Roses music to, like, such a high regard that it just threw me for a loop. It does throw you for a little in bit. In a movie, because it was just weird because like, even my dad strange. though watched it and he's not like a huge Guns N' Roses fan by any means but he was like yeah I kind of like the music maybe, you know, maybe Don's right maybe it's because so, I'm sure so, maybe because I've listened to so much Guns N' Roses and it, the music is this different thing and then to combine it with a movie it just it's weird because I've never seen most of the songs in a movie yeah, yeah. I guess. That's that's what I'm sure it's totally me but that could be it may just be that I listen to a lot of Appetite yeah. I mean Appetite's like one of my favorite albums of all time so uh, Taking three songs off of there is pretty impressive. Yeah, and the the Zeus the, the whole Zeus scene was hilarious. So I mean, Christy, my wife, she didn't know that she didn't recognize Russell Crowe. Oh until, really? She, until she saw his name at the end, she's like, Russell, Russell Crowe was in this. I'm like, yeah, he was Zeus. He's, she's like, he was. <laughs> and then she's like, who was Christian Bale? Uh, like, <laughs> he was he was Gore, the bad guy. She's like, what? That's it. Look, he was too skinny. I'm like. Uh, it's Christian Bale, man. He like changes his weight depending on what the role is. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. I, d- I was a little disappointed though. Was when he's felt like they... holding his skirt up, <laughs> yes. and, like, dancing down the stairs. <laughs> dancing down the stairs. <laughs> it would he's throwing the thing and behind the back, the lightning bolt. <laughs> boom, boom, boom. <laughs> that was awesome. It's so funny. I know. Any part with it. You will not be invited to the orgy. <laughs> I wish they wouldn't have shown <laughs> the that the part of the flick, too. you know, yes. in the trailers though either. But, uh, yeah, um, his I accent that, was crazy. Oh, his accent. You will not insane. be invited to the orgy. It was just having fun. I don't know why the critics didn't like it. I thought it was just fun. Goofy. There's people on Facebook, too, like people that, that I know, and, and they're just like, I just, that's terrible, and they're... <laughs> Phase four is just horrible. Did you see that the it rock, has no, the rock no direction? had to sit on a or sat on a throne and pull a scissors. No, that was in that whole thing, you know, of where Zeus is at and everything, you know, and Korg is talking about his rock god, whoever, oh. and they and they pan by him, and his freaking uh, seat is just a. It looks like Game of Thrones, you know, the swords, but it's all scissors. <laughs> Because rock beats scissors. scissors. Uh, and so back yeah, to his paper rock scissors, you know, that gotcha. he loved in the Ragnarok, no, you know, type things. He's continuing on in there. Yeah. I giggled from that, too. And yeah. then I saw... But it's only on there for, like, a second. I mean, he just mm-hmm. flashes by it. And then I saw, like, someone had posted something like, um, you know, Thor was fine, but can we do a serious Thor movie? Yeah, someone said that on, like, Cartoonist Cafe. Yeah. And he's like... I just want, like, a straight... It's like, we had two straight Thor movies, and now we've had two goofy ones. I mean, right. 
I, I mean, I get it. I mean, sometimes things just aren't what you want. Like, the gore storyline would have worked really cool as, like, a very dark, serious movie yeah. as well. Yep. Yeah, I'm sure it could have. Um, but that's just not what we got, and I understand right. if that's what you want. And, and the same with it. probably what you mentioned, Natalie Portman. Although, I think if they would have chosen to do just that in a Takio movie, I think it still would have been very good. Because I just think of the other movies that he does, he's done, yeah. you know, with... Um, Hunt for the Wilder People, you know, Jojo Rabbit, you know, so a lot of these other movies, he deals with... Serious stuff. He deals with loss. Yeah. You know, and in, in trying to find how do you keep moving on or how do yeah. you, you know, uh, deal with that. With You know, in some ways it is a little bit of humor. So that I could see, but I could understand your guys' point, especially if you've read a lot of that, that particular series, where I could see that gore being a very dark you know type of yeah. film that they could have really done and i feel like you you made a point that maybe it would have been better that way i feel like gore while you understand his motivations and you know type things and and what's going on there with him you don't really he's still you don't you don't have a, a big history with him or whatever the heck else and he's not even all that successful because most of his successes are all off screen. I mean, I guess maybe at the end, he, yeah. you could say that he did succeed, you know, in his overall goals. But, you know, he, did, he didn't feel very menacing, I guess is yeah. where I would go. Right. You know, in some respects. Yeah. And he's very menacing in the comic. Right. And I think a lot of that was missing because of the fact of, you know, one, humor, and two, you know, what they were trying yeah. to do. They just don't have him on screen. I didn't feel like... Yeah, that much and maybe I'm yeah. wrong. It just but I don't know that I want to watch a dark, depressing gore movie. I think I'd rather have a Guns N' Roses goofy, laughing, and screaming fun. goats movie. Well, but and and to the thing, it made I think gore a little bit more sympathetic in a lot of ways. Yeah, you know, for what he was doing, and even when he does pseudo succeed or whatever at the end, you you know, and he kind of changes his tune for whatever. You know, you you. The film led there, I guess, is what I would say. He wasn't somebody that was like, I'm totally evil and whatever the heck else and all this, you know, and then I'm doing something to redeem myself. I mean, I don't... The characters seem the same, essentially, kind of the way through yeah. a little bit. I don't, I don't know. Who wants a movie with Thor and his daughter next? Oh, just, like, I, kicking ass. Yeah, I, mean, that was awesome. I know. And I, I actually, <laughs> I really like that. That was how the tie-in was for the name of the movie. I yeah. I don't know... I had no idea. Yeah. And then they come up there, and then they were known as Love and Thunder. Yeah. Oh, hell. <laughs> That's perfect. So, yeah, I thought it was really good. I enjoyed it. It was a good time. I mean, we have plenty of serious Marvel movies. I don't know why we can't have a couple goofy yeah. ones. So. But I realized it totally, it did go very far to the, like, ridiculous comedy. I mean, it's almost like... It was almost like a straight comedy movie, almost, mm -hmm. until you had, like, the gore stuff thrown in there. <sighs> it goes back Which and Which isn't very funny. I mean, but... <laughs> it, you're right. I mean, to me, you're right. There's a lot, especially the first half. Anytime when gore's not there, yeah, it's basically slapstick, just goofy, whatever. At any time that gore was in there, it got a little bit more serious. Well, it's funny, because, like, you're, you're walking to the theater, and the movie's starting, and you're, you've, you've seen the trailer expecting, like, a goofy, Ragnarok-type movie. And it starts with that, like, gore sitting in the desert with his daughter oh, dying and it's like really serious and solemn yeah. and i'm like and my my youngest my 11 she looks at me she's like what is this <laughs> i was like yeah, are we in the right movie i was like it's gore the god butcher she's like what huh. <laughs> he's hilarious <Just> keep watching. <laughs> he's yeah. hilarious yes yeah, so, i mean it really it's a weird start you know but 
Takia likes that though. Too. But I guess you have. He to He likes I those you know. weird, you know. Yeah, the to total shift. Yeah, those. Sure. You're right. It, there you go. It's a total shift, and I mean, you either get on board or you complain the whole time. I guess. Uh, it could be. It could be. Or you just give it bad reviews. I, you know. Yeah, I, I guess. But it's a Doro return at the end. Uh, and like, I read something in which Takia and uh, Chris Helmsworth saw that, and they kind of were like, "What? Oh, really? <laughs> they were surprised that was in there." Because <laughs> I think they kind of acted like this might be the last Door standalone movie, but that doesn't mean they won't bring him back into other. That's stuff. right. He, that he could be in some other movies and things of that nature. And and Chris Helmsworth obviously has said, you know, that he's open for whatever, you know, type right. things. But yeah, that just keep writing me checks as a standalone. You know, I think they've talked about that, you know, both of them would like to work with each other again, you know, if they, they decide another stand. Do you guys, either of you guys watch Spiderhead? I did not. I don't even know what that is. No. I see it. It's got Chris Holmes. Well, it's funny. We're watching it after Thor. Top Gun boy. Rooster Miles boy. Taylor. Yeah. I don't know who that is. The guy who played Rooster in Top Gun. The original or the new the one? The new one. Goose was in the, the original. One. Oh, okay. Rooster is in the new one. I haven't seen the new one. He played Reed Richards in the Fantastic Four movie. Okay. A very young one. He played in that movie about the drummer and the guy that was Whiplash. Driving. Tom hasn't seen Whiplash. Yeah, hasn't seen Whiplash. Oh, God, that movie just is. gives me anxiety. It <laughs> is anxiety. <laughs> Whiplash is the greatest movie ever. Yeah, it's good because it's good performances, but man, it's, it's got a the, what's movie. the What's the guy's name? It's the guy who does the State Farm commercials. Bald head. Jay Jonas Simpson. Oh, is it the one where he's like the mean? He's yeah, the, the mean, mean music coach, teacher. Music teacher. Yeah. 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 yeah, he's the mean music teacher, and the kid who's the young kid playing the drums—that's Miles Teller. So, anyway, um, <laughs> anyway, it was funny because we were, we're watching it, that. and Chris Hemsworth is playing bad. like a totally different character than Thor. And I, he's a kind of a bad guy, kind of, and I'm, but he doesn't come across as a bad guy because it's Chris Helmsworth. No, it's not. <laughs> and we're watching it, and he's doing this thing, and I'm like, I turn to Chris, is like, is Chris Hemsworth actually like a really good actor? Because I feel like. He's a totally different character in this than Thor. Like, he really is. Feels like he's transforming. Like, I don't see any Chris Hemsworth. I just see oh, a new actor. I'm like... Nice. And maybe I was just in the glow of after Love and Thunder or something. But I was like, man, maybe Chris Hemsworth is actually good at acting. Maybe he's not just, you know... A is it a movie or a show? Spiderhead? Spiderhead is it's a movie, movie on Netflix. Netflix. Yeah. It's directed by the guy who directed Top Gun Maverick. And it's got Miles Taylor from Top Gun Maverick. Okay. And it's got you Chris give it, Hemsworth. like, a thumbs up kind of middle in I thought it was okay but the last 20 minutes it's one of those movies that just completely falls apart oh okay and so that's why I think it would be interesting to discuss but I don't know that it was really a good movie okay. like I wouldn't recommend it because I felt like it totally kind of just Big fell apart at the end. Okay. but up to that point it was kind of intriguing but I watched everything everywhere all at once oh don't tell me about it I want to see that how did um, you watch it <laughs> did you steal it? Wow. I did not steal it, no. Oh. Did someone buy the DVD? But I have... Is it out on DVD? Um, it might be. I think it's on the video on demand, I think, maybe. Okay. Right. I don't know. So I don't, I, there's not any streaming services, and so I have to actually pay right. for it yeah. separately. Which but I, never I have my ways, but it's not necessarily that I'm, I'm saying I don't steal it. So Fair anyway, uh, it's good, but it's weird. Very, very weird. Is it the best movie since The Matrix? Um, That's what Bendis said. Yeah, I know that's what Bendis said. I remember us talking about this. I would probably say no, um, but my wife definitely would say no. She did not care for it that oh, much. Okay. But it's a movie, though, too, that you've really got to 
pay attention. Yeah, I mean, I want to say pay attention. You you really want to watch just because of the nuances in it, you know, and things. And it's it's very, I felt like pretty well made, you know, with how it wants to do its transitions and things of that nature. So I mean, it, it really. Oh, I loved it. Yeah, loved I would definitely up. say. But it, it gets a little bit. It's it's an odd movie in general. So if you go in with that already that mindset going, this is going to be weird. odd and weird. Yeah. You'll be okay if you go in there thinking that there's a real kind of storyline here or something. You might, be it, you might be disappointed. I don't exactly know what my wife was expecting out of it, but it obviously didn't hit that. But it, it'd be, I say that because of the fact that there's certain things that happen in it that I almost take as being just so off the wall. It's almost like trying to be an art movie you know in some ways you know in, in things but it comes back around what i found really weird is the fact that the guy one of the actors in it i'm watching this movie and i'm going this guy's mannerisms and stuff it reminds me of somebody and i look and i'm like yep it's who i thought it was it's freaking short round from temple of doom short round yeah and wow. whatever the his character was in Goonies. I don't remember. Wow. But I know. But he's all grown up. He's like old. He's like our age. You know? <laughs> and so I'm like looking at that and I'm going, wow. Because the way he says some things and whatever else, I'm like, that looks familiar. It reminds me of something. Oh, my God. It is him. Um, so. Uh, booby, booby, booty traps? Booty, booty traps. Booty tra- That's right. That's right. Booby traps. Booty. Booby traps. Booby traps. Something like that, but yes. Um, so anyway, but yeah, it's 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 pretty. It's I think it's good. I think it's definitely worth a worth a watch. Yeah, I just wish there was an easier way for me to watch it. I'm all about convenience these days. It will come there, I'm sure. So um, you said you mentioned short round today, today or somewhere around today is the 38 years ago the last Starfighter came out. Oh wow! Wow, I did like that movie myself. Are we celebrating the 38? Anniversary Apparently. of it? Because, I mean, I can see, like, the 40th. Now, somebody just the was 25th, on Facebook. Somebody was 30th. on Facebook, and they said, Hey, The Last Star Party that came out 38 years ago today. Nice. Feel old. Well, that's interesting. Yeah, it's a whole thing, Drew. They're, like, re-releasing it to the theaters. No, like, not. you can go see it. It's, like, no, the 38th not. anniversary. No, they're not. You know, it's funny. I actually was disappointed with that movie when it first came out when I first saw it in the theater oh I had no idea what that movie was going to be and then I watched it I'm like oh my god this is like the greatest movie ever but and you were 10 years older than me so but I didn't know what to expect I don't know maybe that was a thing because it's about a lot of teenagers Crawl was that way too I was so psyched for that movie and you see you're like eh what happened Crawl was yeah I would tend to agree I mean it was weird Last Starfighter was the same for me yeah yeah I like Last Starfighter do you want me to tell you the problem it's the last Starfighter? Yeah, for that I had as a 12-year-old. What yeah. year did it come out? 38 years ago? 38. So I'm 47. Yeah. So 38. That would be an 11, nine. right? Or something? I was nine. 11. I was 13. Okay. So okay. I was 9. I was only 9? Wow. Yeah. Wow. So we saw it in the theaters. We did? I thought it came out 86. I don't know what to tell you, dude. I don't it know did not come out 84. 84. It did not come out in 84. Look it up. Google it. I can't do it. I get it earlier today. All right, Google it. So that would have made But anyway, so let's say so I, I would have been 11. So my so. problem was that he's this cool pilot and he's doing the ship. Well, at the end, he just pushes a button and it, like, does it all for him. That's true. I wanted him That's to be, like, cool Luke Skywalker, like, using his skills. Ooh. Not just, like, pushing a button and it, like, does it. That's lame. Whatever. That's it the was, like, cheat. The cool, 
coolest I know it's there. so lame cheap, cheap, it was cheap. based on a video game that was the video game but the point was he's supposed to be good at the video games he, he was, was I know so why can't got he... him there yeah and, and the then end, the ship just did everything for him that's dumb July 13th 1984 wow. wow six days after my birthday nice and you were thoroughly disappointed thoroughly so disappointed. anybody watch Stranger Things and finish that off I haven't nope. finished it I'm in like the oh, second God. to last episode you people so don't spoil Jeez. it. I haven't watched it since the second season. It's a crazy ending. Oh, my gosh. Just insane. No, I'm kidding. It'll break I don't heart. know. I, I tell you what, though. What, the episode right before the end, talk about a filler freaking episode. That's what we're it's watching all now. It takes set up. It's an hour and a half set of setup. Wasn't the final it's episode boring. like two and a half hours? It, the final episode is two and a half hours. And it's a bit better, but it's still... It, it, the, the final episode, they take way too long on stuff. Where they focus in on, you know, Vecna and maybe Eleven, you know, and whoever uh, else. And they try to build up all this emotion and they'd spend like, I feel like, five minutes in a scene where it's like, would you just get on with it already? You know, in this general, that's this whole season. Cause like, I do feel that way all this the, whole season. It's weird how... Like, but it gets every, really bad in the last episode. Oh my god, I can't wait. Well, it's weird how everybody's separated for one. Like, yes. the kids are all split up. That's weird. And so then you don't even see, like, some of the kids for, like, a whole episode oh, yeah. almost. I would agree. And then Eleven spends so much time in that, like, underground Tank. facility. Yeah. And it's like, oh, my God, this is taking forever. Just give her her powers back already. You know, yeah. it's like, there's no, just so much you. of that season is dragging I mean, out. the only part of the whole season that I felt really enjoyable was when they are in freaking Hawkins. You know, type yeah. stuff. The whole Russian thing, they should just drop that. Oh, I know. That's that is just awful. Yeah. 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 But, I mean, I understand some of it was to have the adults be doing something that was away from the kids. But, yeah. But uh, then why are the kids all split up? It's, like, yeah, I know. And so that weird. just was weird. But overall, I mean, the the ending's okay. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean, it does what Stranger Things does. But I think sure. I think it's somewhat disappointing, you know, in, in some ways. But it's still okay. I mean, Stranger Things is good night, 80s nostalgia. It's just maybe I've, I'm with you. I feel like it, they're well, really the whole milking it. Cool thing about us. Stranger Things is you got this cool group of kids running around when they got them all split up and yeah, just kind of. I'm know. just trying to watch the last episode. Well, you should. That's probably the way to do it. Yeah. Watch the watch the first episode it's, and the last episode. It's That's two how I and a half. Stuff. It's two and a half hours, so it's like a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like the very first episode of season one, or the first episode of season four? Uh, you know, you haven't seen any of them, right? I've seen the first season. Okay, yeah, so just then watch the last you, I would watch the first you see the first episode of season two and the last episode of season four. Yeah, there you go. That's really good. So, you know, you kind yeah, of, because you need to watch. I think at least some point. Of, I think it's the first episode of season two because you need to see um, the redhead and her uh, brother. Yeah. you know, type things. True. So it would be a good. Experience. I did start Umbrella Academy season. I finished that. I'm it is freaking fantastic. It's such a great show. I love it. It gets better every freaking season. Now, talk about that's something that they should have learned. You know, Stranger mm. Things should have learned there a little bit. I, but Umbrella Academy, I cannot figure this out. It just keeps getting better. Yeah, season two was great. If you're saying season three is even better, I can't wait. It is. I, I At least I thought so. I mean, it just continues the crazy dysfunction and the yeah. introduction of the Sparrow Academy is yeah. just freaking fantastic. Great. I love and, the first ep- couple episodes. They're like, man, it's so great to see you. And he's like a total dick. And it's yeah, like, I know. I know. <laughs> it, your asshole, Ben. You know, or whatever. But yeah, it's it's all... And it just keeps continuing. And any time, what is her name? Is it Lita or Leela or whatever? Oh, uh, 
anytime. Anya? No, the uh, the one that's oh, not Lila. Lila, there you go. So okay. So anytime she's on the screen and she's bantering with five or freaking Diego, it's just hilarious. So so, it's been a while since I saw season two. Yes. Who was Lila in season two? Was she in the Insane Asylum? With she was Diego? in the Ins- this yes. And she's also part of the Time Group. Well, she okay. So that was the thing. She's a kid, child that has special powers, but she was actually picked up by the what time continuum or sure, whatever the, the hell they're called the commission. commission yeah or whatever yeah. so she was picked up by them by the lead sure. mother or whatever yeah, yeah, at the yeah. time and so she was raised by her uh, okay. and then she was snuck in over there to try to get close to the Diego, the Diego and that okay. type stuff so well cause and to the family but well here's the only thing I don't get she brings Diego his son right who's like 12 yeah well, didn't they meet like in the '60s? They met in the '60s, and but she says something about the fact that he's like, "I just flashed back over here." Well, she's like, "I've been in the damn time commission for twelve years, you yeah. know, or whatever." So that's why time worked differently because of what I oh, was doing. She was there because she didn't get jumped with all the rest of them. Oh, yeah. She okay. actually stayed back in the '60s, gotcha. but she had a suitcase to go back to the. Okay. Com- commission or whatever. Okay, so she then jumped forward. And then she's been doing crap for 12 uh, years, playing okay. around in time with the damn suitcases until everybody came back. Uh, and now, so she's, now she's jumped back. And okay. now she's jumped back with sense. them. And she's like, thank God you're finally freaking back. Here's your damn son. Ah. So, but if she can time travel, she could just look to the future and got She probably could have. But there's other things that are going right, on there, though, too. So that's yeah. just one piece yeah, well, of that's this a problem with storyline. These... Are you watching that one at all? I've watched the second season, but I haven't started three. Okay, okay. Yeah, the third season is... Yeah, I, yeah It's like any other. It has its up and down. Did you read Hotel, Hotel Oblivion, Oblivion in the comics? Yes. It, this yes. has nothing to do with that, other than it's called Hotel Oblivion. You're right. Because Hotel in the, Oblivion in the comic is more of like a... like where they like stored a, a bunch of super criminals. Yes. They didn't, and this, that has that's nothing not to do with this. That. Okay. Yeah. They're using Hotel Oblivion, and they're using kind of the idea of... The dimension. Of the dimension type stuff, yeah. but they're not really, it's not a... Not a superhero that's right. villain yeah. person. Okay. Yeah, they're using that's it for different, different, different means. But <laughs> I think I, I read something that said Jared Way and the showrunner said, yeah, we've kind of diverged at this point. We're kind of going in yeah. different directions. I don't know. I, it's it's fun. I, I know there's definitely some missteps in it because it takes maybe a little long, maybe towards the end as they're, as things are falling apart. But overall, I still enjoyed it and... It's got some twists that I didn't expect, and trying to figure out that one guy. I think the big thing is just the, how they deal with the dysfunction in general. That it's a good acting group, you know, and how they're they love each other, but they're still just dysfunctional as shit. Well, the other thing, I'm trying to figure out how that one guy's powers work. The one where you hit him and then it hits you, like the because oh, yeah. he punched him in the face and then he gets hurt, yeah. but then he kicks him and then it seems okay. okay. So is it just if you hit him in, the, in the face? face? I, I don't think so because there's some other parts where well I then at one point another, he hit him with the knife and it cut the kid cut the, the other and guy, it was like yeah. in the leg so, so I'm like I don't know so Dega's just beating the crap out of him but he's taking all the he's hits he's taking too. a bunch of hits too and taking the and I'm stuff like, that doesn't yeah. quite okay yeah, yeah I don't weird. know I'm I'm with you I don't know that I fully understand that but that powers, okay. you're not gonna have to worry about it for much longer anyway mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I did love when it first started they did that little foot loose dance off thing that is great that was awesome it's so good. Great. Pretty cool. Yes. Uh, I watched the Hero Gasm episode of, of uh, the, boys. the Boys. Yes. That's pretty Is good. Did that, we talk about that already? I don't remember. I don't remember either. I don't think I'd watched it. 
but yeah, is so that a, just an episode or is it like a spinoff like it's, one shot? It's just so. one episode. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Freaking deep. <laughs> the deep is just he's got his issues. I can't believe he's still alive at this point in this show, but it keeps going. I, the boys is, did finish off. The finale's not bad. Oh, it is finished. Yeah, I'm not caught up. Yeah, so it's finished off. The finale's okay. What was it, six. Uh, there's eight episodes total. Eight. Yeah. Isn't Butcher supposed to be killing all those guys by now? You would think so, but it's not happening very well, and I don't know what's you know I, at this point after season eight, I'm not entirely sure that any of them can ever die but um but yeah they're they're doing their own thing so it's still not bad it's still funny and enjoyable and it, they're you know part of the thing is that they try to take on you know, what would you say some maybe hot button topics in a but using superheroes you know as the i don't know a, a way a parody to show it or something like this yeah. but and it seems like each season that goes on they get a little bit more and more political i guess maybe in some ways so if you if you're willing to see that i mean you can also just not care to and just ignore it but yeah. it does seem like they try to sneak in their own little uh, views or opinions you know on certain things so cool. what's god's favorite idiot he said that yeah that's all right cool Kevin mccarthy in it good review yeah yeah. She was like, in the Thor movie. She was in the Thor movie. I was going to go there too. <laughs> the Enchantress. Cracked my head. Well, it was funny because it was her and it was uh, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Well, Matt Damon. Sam, like, well, Sam Neill. <laughs> yeah. And, Who is Sam Neill? Is he Zeus? He's uh, Odin. Odin, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And then Chris Hemsworth's brother. Yeah, brother. Was, I couldn't figure who that was. He looked yeah. kind of familiar, but it was well, Chris Well, Matt brother. Damon was in the other one. Yeah, he was. In he other was, one. and so and, was Chris Hemsworth's brother, and so was Sam Neill. <laughs> this one had that was hilarious. When she I couldn't recognize out. Sam Neill. That was hilarious yeah. when she came out. <laughs> Sam Neill was in both of them. Yeah. No, I liked that, but when they came back and they were like, can we do a play about this or whatever? I don't know. Probably some people giggled about that. I was like, yeah, okay. Yeah, that maybe was a little much. I like that because, like, he's on the park bench or whatever and he's supposed to dust it. He throws up, like, confetti and then just rolls. <laughs> like, he rolls. <laughs> I he rolls away. Way? <laughs> I don't know. It was, yeah. All right. It was. And then the last one, Miss Marvel. Oh, um, yeah, I did watch I those. did. I did watch a little bit. You did watch it I'm all? all kind of. It, the last one came out today, right? Oh, I haven't watched that one. Okay, so yeah. So the last episode came out today. I was like, man, I'm surprised you watched it. I no. watched it, but it's not like that's not like you. <laughs> no, I didn't oh, watch dude. the last. What one. do you think of Miss Marvel? It's okay. Okay, I wondered. It was kind of okay, but it just felt kind of that high schooly type. It does. thing until they went to um, India and then they got kind of weird, kind of Shang Chi ish, and I'm like, eh, okay, hey, another crap fantastic addition to phase four oh, right uh, you guys but no i mean it's okay i actually I mean, even did my ranking and i have shang chi in like the upper half i like shang chi i like that one but uh yeah i mean ms marvel's okay it's nothing to write home about it's not i'm not its target audience i don't think no and i felt the same but way i think I, it's fairly well done i do not feel like i'm zach actually just stopped watching it he was that less he was that really okay. Zach's target audience no, no, I think my 11-year-old is closer to the target. Uh, that's probably so. could be true. I think it's like a tween thing. Hmm. Girls. Well, maybe. and it's probably more on the female side. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. But, but I don't know. You know, I 
I enjoyed it. Even both Brandy and I watching it there, we kind of liked, you know, like she said, it was kind of just feel good, cute, you know, type of thing for something that's, you know, yeah, not it's not overly comedic and it's not you know dark either. You know, it's yeah. just it. You know, I thought it was like say done better than maybe the Runaways a little bit in some way. I feel so, like all these shows, I want more action, special effects type stuff, and there's more character stuff. And just like, there is a bit more. I mean, I don't know. I thought Moon this Knight did, was kind of that way. I felt me. like Miss Marvel was like a good female Spider-Man type of thing in a way. Yeah, but there's no action. Spider-Man loves action. And Spider-Man does. And I thought there was some action in this, though, too. She's always constantly seeming to have to get involved in some weird way. See, I have Shang-Chi ranked 13. On my Marvel movie rankings. What's so under? Like not what's so ranked I'm, lower? I, okay, so I hear you go. I think from a top five, we probably are pretty close in some ways. Are you we? Know? Do I sell mine range? And top number one, Captain America: Winter Soldier, hands down, best Marvel film. It's still up there. Yeah. So, um, Guardians of the Galaxy number two. I think that's my number one. And then Thor: Ragnarok, I have as three. That's probably my number one. Is Ragnarok. So, it's probably true. You know, one, two, and three are probably in some different orders. Where you got Winter Soldier? You got to have it up there high. I don't have my list anymore. You kind of caught me off guard. Oh, okay. I don't know where well, I Well, you kept, you asked this Winter every time. Soldier is like 17 for me. What? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Just kidding. There's only like 28 or 20, to... I guess there's 29. I'm trying to start controversy. So, uh, but then I have like Avengers Infinity Game and Infinity War and Endgame there to finish off the top five so because i think that's the best of the avengers in a lot oh, wow of i put thor love and thunder at number 10 i did have thor love and thunder at number 10 man there's a lot of thor and love. i threw the spider-man movies into this as well the spider-man ones that tied age of two. ultron at 12 wow do you even have it that high you think oh no age of ultron's way lower than that I see think. i don't know age of ultron's got some it. parts it, it does got some, some good parts. chunks it's got you know some in there stuff. but it's also got some very it very sets up a lot of stuff it, you're we're exactly right i have ant-man though 11 yeah. i've had a lot of people it's a little high but i like see? i like ant-man i know i like ant-man a lot shang chi and though i know the one that would go against you guys black panther is 14 so black panther's in my upper half so but you know especially for like drew you know for me iron man 17 that's like drew's number three or something like yeah. that you know it's way the original there. iron man yes. is 17 yes. yeah yeah and you got that way i think it's there. in my top five okay okay probably. i thought it was probably i think i had the first gardens of galaxy maybe iron man then winter soldier probably and then ragnarok okay so i think we're all about the same yeah, you know what the upper the upper five, five i think is all around kind similar, of similar type things probably in there i like civil war quite a bit are you, did you throw the Spider-Man movies in there? I did throw the Spider-Man ones in. Because how me, far? No I, Way Home. I, how, so how, No Way Home I have as number seven. Yeah, but, that'd be in top ten but for me. It's in my top ten because I've got, you know, like And I the said, other two would be in my top 15 probably. Well, maybe uh, not the second and, one. And that's probably the thing. See, and for me, I love the second one. I love Far From Home. Okay. I, I really enjoy it. I, I actually it. have it in my top ten. It's number nine. Oh, wow. But, but Homecoming, it just didn't hit for me. I've got it way down there. It's like 21. <laughs> so it, I had it really drop it just didn't hit for me the first avengers is probably still top 10 and see i've got is number six and i think uh infinity was infinity war i had infinity war that'd probably be six see infinity war was just outside the top five my infinity war was my four with endgame being five endgame would probably be out of the top 10 really i don't know i thought it was just a good finish type thing it was good but it still wasn't 
probably top so, ten. So especially with everybody in there, you know. I think Guardians of the Galaxy would probably two would probably be top ten because I really like the second. See, one. Guardians of the Galaxy two, I have to weigh down in eighteen. What? I, mean, I like you it, have Shang Chi above Guardians of the Galaxy Shang-Chi. two. I have Black Panther. Get out of here, dude! See, just step the, away. Those are the you have Black Panther higher those. than Guardians of the Galaxy two. Yep, I have those. That, if that, he can mix, what are you talking about? Dude, if he could mix Wonder Woman into this, it'd probably be at like six or seven. Don't even get... Wonder Woman. What are oh, you did to they do show here? the Shazam so... tra- or Black Adam trailer? That almost well, might be the first good DC movie. Right? I was like, I was oh like, my this goodness. This might be the first this good DC movie really they've good. ever done. Okay. Okay, well, so we're on the same page. Yes, yeah. you are. Okay. I am like, Scott is not. I'm like, I might not hate this one. I'm That's kind of like, what I thought. Yeah. I was like, this actually looks fairly well done. And then they showed the uh, then they showed the stupid Shazam thing, and I just tuned out. I'm like, Shazam nope. thing? The new Shazam movie. Is Make, there a new one of those, too? It's yeah. not Black Adam? No, like the, the goofy Chuck guy. The goofy Chuck guy is back. They're doing a new oh, one. Oh, I didn't see a trailer for that. But I didn't have a trailer for that. Yeah, they're doing a new one. Okay. I never saw the first one. I never I used to see the first one. I actually have Black Widow above Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. I actually like Black Widow, and that would probably be in top 15, but okay. it would not be above Guardians of the Galaxy Volume yeah, 2. I've got it. I actually have Black Widow at 16. But you like that so. girl in Black Widow. Yelena? Oh, yeah. I like yeah. her, too. Yeah. I like her, too. She is Scott like really fact. likes her. Dude, I, the, I tell the you The chemistry what, of that movie was... It was great. Yeah, that was the best I, thing I about that movie. Was Hawkeye, the, the Disney Plus series, is like the best Disney Plus series because it has Kate Bishop and Yelena, and every time those two are on, on there, I'm just, like, mesmerized. I could watch that freaking scene between the two of them, any of those scenes between the two of them, 50 times. I, I need that movie, like, now. So... But of the Phase 4, uh, before Thor, Love, and Thunder, I think Shang-Chi was probably top of the Phase 4. Oh, no, is Black Widow Phase 4? Black Widow is considered Phase 4. Okay, so that'd probably be higher than Shang-Chi. And I, I don't know. I love Shang-Chi. I, I've, I've watched it a couple scenes. I enjoyed it. I so love it. I, I enjoyed it. Oh, where's it. your Doctor Strange movies on there? So Doctor Strange, I actually have Multiverse of Madness at 15, just to blow it back. That'd probably Black be top Widow. 15 for me. So it's right the in there. The first Doctor Strange would be... But the first one I have is at 20. It's down yeah, there. Yeah, it'd be down there. You know, here's the thing. You know, when you start getting to the bottom, into that bottom 10 or so, you know, or 9, Incredible Hulk for me is the bottom. I, I just, I still don't care much for that film. I mean, whatever reason, it's just not that good. Thor, The Dark World. Dude, I can't believe you have Iron Man 2 down that far. I know. You need to flip 2 and 3. Um... You no, three is better than two. Yeah, I've, I've debated Iron that. Man two and you Iron know, Man three. Iron Man oh, two is the, way Where's Dark World? Okay. You have Dark World. I would put Dark Iron World Man second two. to the bottom. I would put so Iron Man two at twenty two and Iron Man three. I think at it was better than Hulk. I, so that's the thing is that I have Hulk at the dead bottom with Dark World right above it. Now I would agree with you. I I, I struggle with the Iron Man Iron Man two. I, I agree with you on that a little bit. Hell, I'd probably put Iron Man two above Iron Man. No, I I'd put Iron, you did, Man you like Iron Man 2. You like Iron Man 2. You're weird. It's because he likes freaking With Sam, Rockwell. Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell's great, but he so, doesn't make the movie. It did for him. So I, I've known that this. Much. I knew that. Hilarious. As soon as, I put, as soon as I put Thor, Iron Man 2 down there, I knew that's why he would complain about it. But I Sam, Sam Rockwell... Rockwell did, unfortunately, no, I'm not, not complaining about it. So, I'm just saying I would put yeah, Iron Man 2 yeah. at 17. I actually have Captain Iron Marvel. Iron Man would go. So there's 29 movies. I can't movies. believe you guys are this bad on the first Iron Man movie. That so, movie is almost perfect. The first Iron Man? Uh, I, I think it, my problem is, I was is that while it was a solid beginning, all a lot of those movies that have come out have just been better, you know, in terms of actually for what... You have to, to transport yourself back... 
to when it first came out. But God. when it first came out, I wasn't like a huge fan. I was like, yeah, it's a good, solid movie, you know, type things. It wasn't something in like when when I watched. Where's X Men First Class in there? I didn't put the X Men ones in there. Oh, speaking I would of actually, which, I would actually have Iron Man above Ant Man. I would too, obviously. Um, above yeah, Shang Chi. No, 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 no. Um, but you probably would. I could see that. Where's your Ant Man two? Ant Man two, I have a nineteen. Yeah, yeah, it's probably about Ant-Man right. the Wasp. I think so, Ant-Man 2 and Ant-Man 1 are about So when you go from 20, when you go to 20 to 29. 2 is maybe a little bit better. 20, 20 is Doctor Strange. 21 is Spider-Man Homecoming. Like I said, I didn't care much. 22 is Iron Man 3. 23 is Thor. Um, 24, Captain America, the first Avenger. I mean, it was okay. I think Captain but, America was better than Thor. But, eh, so I don't know. I, they, those could flip. Well, well, here's the thing. For me, I, I remember this. I, when I went to see Thor... I was not excited about going to see this film at all. I, I, sa- I saw it because of the fact that my family and everything wanted to see it. And I, I, I enjoyed it. I had a good time in the theater. And I was just that, that's, they were pull that's it off. why I like, or why I put the Thor movie probably there. I know it's not that great, but for me, my expectations were so low on that film it beat the shit out of my expectations because it. I found you it to be based a, on your expectations. Well, that's what I. That's my. It's the same thing with your Iron Man. No, you know type things for why you it's want a to. Perfect if movie. you look at the rest of the the Marvel Cinematic Universe, Iron Man is not that good compared to good. the rest of it that's in there. Yeah, so um, that's the way I feel about it. Fair enough. Captain America: Winter Soldier. After that, twenty five, I got the Eternals. Uh, I like a lot of the characters. Uh, Eternals I think might be at the bottom, but Eternals it really struggles. Eternals is jamming way too much. Into I mean, Hulk's better than Eternals. So, no, not by any means. At least Eternals, Dang I Lee found some anywhere. things in there. Dangly Hulk. So, but this, I I know uh, Captain Marvel. I have right under Eternals. Captain Marvel was not all that good. I don't think either. Hulk's better than Captain Marvel. So, no, it's not. <laughs> we should just have crap all over Captain Marvel. Iron Man, Iron Man Two, Thor: Captain The Dark Marvel's World. Fine. Incredible. It's as good as Black Panther. <laughs> wow. <laughs> See Black Panther, I have in that upper half. I'm not a it's fan. barely. It's on the edge. I don't, I don't know edge. why you hate on the dead Black Panther guy. Just because he passed away, which I'm very sad about, doesn't make the movie better. Yes, but Black Panther was still good. It kind of had this little spy game going, you know, and things of this nature, as well as a different culture thing going on. I like Black. I mean, uh, Black Panther. Yeah, I still think it's a good solid film. Yeah. So cool. It's it's still though hard to rank those. I mean, I I find that I feel like the top ten's easy, and then they all just there you go. Once you get past fifteen, I think they all just kind of are together. They, I don't know. I think I think more to your point. Once you get past ten, or maybe even that top, you know, eight or so, it starts getting to be. Yeah, did you have all Age of Ultron twelve? So, I did have Age of Ultron twelve, but there's some really great scenes in Age of Ultron. There's some it, good stuff. In Age yeah, of it's right. It just, I don't hate that. It, it suffers in the some pacing scene, and things, but the first scene where the Hulkbuster—that's about it. Well, that is really good. You know it's the party the that they scene. have it's early not. on. You know, there's some. I think actually the first thing the, is when they're busting the castle. Oh uh, yeah, and they do the whole montage thing. Yes, yeah. is yeah. the Hulkbuster armor in that Age of Ultron? Yes. Oh, see, that's fucking awesome. That's that is awesome. Cool. That's it the is best very part. Cool. I like it. But it's that's what I say. From there. There's very good scenes. Go to sleep. Throughout. Go to sleep. Go to sleep. I don't know. There's when they're trying to get like the the thing the Ultron out of the back I'm of the just truck and things. So there there's some pretty cool stuff through there. There's some good action in Age of Ultron. Period. 
There is. And it's all very... and seeing all the all of them, you know, battling together. I mean, that part at the end where they're battling all those Ultrons and it's in the round, you know, type of things. I mean, it's just it's a beautiful scene and everything else with all those super So I get it's goosebumps. To me, it's cluttered now. Just go watch Justice League again. Same shit. Oh. Like Where would you have Civil like War? Stinkbox. Civil War? Yeah. Top 10. Yeah. I, I like Civil War. You don't like it as much. I don't like it as much, but I have it 8. It's higher than Age of Ultron, so, that's for sure. It is higher than Age of Ultron. I got so, it there. Justice uh, League. But you feel like I have Age of <laughs> Ultron a little too high, huh? I'm bad you would put it in, in the bottom. I'm not a fan. You would put it in the bottom half. I'm with you. I don't think it's aged well. Like, when I first saw it, I thought it was good. But as I rewatched it... My thing was, is as down. I looked through these films... Which, especially the ones in the bottom half, which ones would I watch? Want to watch again? You know, kind of go yeah, out absolutely. Of the way. Yeah. And Age of Ultron kind of floated above, you know, some of that. Where I think I could enjoy that a bit better, just because of some of the scenes. If I never have to watch Iron Man again, I'll be happy. God, <laughs> that's a great movie. Although, uh, because it of that, lives on in my memory. You know what's great about Iron Man? It's a perfect movie. <laughs> John it Favreau, is that John Favreau. What's directed. great about Iron Man is it's uncluttered. It's pure. It doesn't have all the cinematic, like you know, things going it through. Just it's just like, a, it's like, just a straight movie, man. I mean, we've been that's talking the great thing about like, Ant Man. We've been and that's talking, why it's ranked eleven. Ant Man is pretty. We've good. We've been talking <laughs> for like twelve hours. So like eight hours ago, Drew was like. I just don't like all these TV. It just doesn't have enough action for me. He did and talk now a lot he's about like, that. Oh, yeah. the reason Iron Man's perfect is it doesn't have all that. Special effects. No, no, that's what I said. I said it doesn't have the all the shared universe no, entanglement that's stuff. That's what I'm talking about. Not to tell you got to the end. <laughs> yeah, there's like a little Easter egg or like a little. Thing. Speaking of which, they put it through in a little Easter egg at towards the end of Miss Marvel. Now they have a cutscene at the end of the last episode. Easter egg and Iron Man. But um, I know it's a very end. What is it? It's the Avengers Initiative. Yeah. So. Uh, Nick Fury shows up and says uh, at the end of Iron Man, no. I want to talk to you about the Avengers Initiative. I don't know. So, why would the why would Iron Man not be good? It's like all it ha, it's almost a whole movie with the best actor in this in the cinematic universe in it. So I Miss Marvel he's good. Because but. you will never watch Miss Marvel. At the very end of it, they talk about you have a mutation that's different from your parents and make that statement like that. He watched basically, it. Basically, no, you haven't, he hasn't watched the last he one yet. It. But basically uh, it's setting so up for, it for I am ruining it. They're basically setting up for Me, X-Men, X-Men. 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 Yeah. It's already set up X-Men. So. And I saw Professor X and Doctor Strange. Yeah, who the hell cares on that? So, All right. I mean, some old Let's end our do TV movie discussion. Probably so. Good comics, so. That is true. I actually... during Doctor Strange. All right. What did we read? What did we read? Books. Okay. I read Fables. Did everybody do the recurring? I, I read Fables. I read Fables. Oh, my God. Is that, what, what we're, is that how we're ending is with the required? Yeah, usually? we always end with the recurring. Okay. Maybe we should do it first. So no. I was thinking about that. You know, do you want to do Fables tw- now? I just read it. You sure. Tweak it around. It's, it's fresh in your mind, everything else. Oh, my God. I'm on Drew's side. There were so many damn words in this one. The pages were covered with word balloons. He does like his words. All of the pages. Word balloons, word balloons, word balloons. Especially I the didn't last one. Especially balloons. the last one. Look at this one. Burning questions where they have to like tell you of all this yeah, crap. Yeah, that was dumb. What the hell that is? What is that out of? 
Uh, that wasn't in your book? It was in mine. No. It's an issue. <laughs> what issue? Issue 59, I guess. Yeah, it's in the trade. So... It's like a whole issue of where they ask the readers ask questions and he does these and short he does these like stories. little short things on. Uh, I guess answers I didn't to do them. all of the reading. So, okay, what what is the... One of them has a two pages by Jim Rugg. Yeah, I know it's kind of cool. Really? I think there was like a couple pages. Was it, is this the one that has a couple pages from David Labum or something? I like that. I don't know. I didn't read that fucking book. There are a lot of cool artists. Yeah, there's a lot of them that do that. Joel Jones did a page. I didn't even read all of it, and it felt like... Oh, it felt like there was a bunch of word balloons, huh? Dude, did I read the right shit? Oh, yeah, David Laffin did do one. You're right. See? Boop, 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 boop. I didn't even catch that. Good catch. Because David Laffin's so good, you I don't, just get drawn dude, in. Dude, I read he the is. wrong books. What the fuck did I Did read? you read... What, what did what you read? What did you read? read? <laughs> We're all like, what did you read? This was the one about, like, where they are uh, having the debate on whether they attack the... Yeah, so basically the homeland has a whole meeting about how they're going to handle Fable Town. Yep. The stuff I read was about Flycatcher. Oh, you read the you read the next story. So I skipped this one? Apparently. Yes. I, I read the whole Flycatcher thing. Wow. Flycatcher's cool. just background in this one. Yeah, Flycatcher shows up in like two pages. Did you read this story the much. The, the Good Prince Flycatcher? Yeah, I read The Good Prince. That's our next one. That's our next one. So you're prepared for next time. You did not read this time. Wow. Do you want us to wait then to talk about it? This no, is a good... I, I don't... That's a good story there, actually. With I, the, don't, uh, I North don't care. So you've already set me up then. That Flycatcher one is a just nothing but words, huh? Great. Mm-hmm. I'm in for it now because I thought this one was a little wordy. Holy crap. I read 10 inches, but I didn't need to read. Yeah, this one's a uh, actually deals a lot with, um, you know, kind of so, wolf in the... Since it ended the with... Uh, and, since it ended with Bigby burning the forest or whatever. Damn Wikipedia. They're, uh, they're trying to... The homelands are trying to figure out how to, what they're going to do about Holy Fable Town, right? So what do they do, Scott? Take it from there. What's that? Well, they're trying to figure out what they're... They're going to do about Fable Town and the Mundy world. And so they've got this whole plan to go there and, like, freaking spread disease and then blow them up with some uh, dragons and an eternal ice storm, you know, and all this other crap. And then Pinocchio comes back and basically says, oh, no, they're going to get wind of it because uh, Big B's going to tell them, you know, what the hell's going on when this thing starts happening. And then they're going to get all their military together and they own the clouds. So they're going to come down and just blow the shit out of us with all their cool weapons. And so they didn't go, yep, you're right, we should basically hold off. But the one thing is they've sent Gretel, of Hansel and Gretel fame, over as like a, uh, what would you call it? Um, like is a it negotiator. Gretel or is it Hansel? Or is it Hansel? I think you're right, it's Hansel. Which one's the... The boar, I think it's Is that Hansel? Yeah, bad. they send Hansel over to negotiate. They negotiate. And we get his yeah. whole backstory, which is kind of cool. Yeah, you do get a little bit of that. They had a Hansel negotiating in the story I read. Okay. He's still doing it. He didn't get through <laughs> with his negotiations. That's for damn Did you see because when he first came they talk there about like They talk no, about his damn backstory up. for like freaking, you know, what is yeah. it? No, I didn't a couple that. of half dozen pages or something about how he was kind of like the leader of the Salem witch trials and shit like this. So. I don't know. He's doing a good job of interweaving the character stuff in between all the stuff going on. Like there's little scenes where Rose and... Uh, Blue. Blue are kind of forming a relationship, and there's little 
little I like I like the setup of the flycatcher story that happens throughout this one where he kind of is getting a thing for is it riding hood red riding hood and then he turns yeah. into a frog and then he turns into a frog so that's yeah. kind of cool so I mean they're just doing a lot of cool little you got the Santa Claus story the Christmas story in here yeah the Christmas story you that know. was fine that's the Sons of the Empire right yeah uh, yeah, yep. I skipped. I read the good yep. print. Sons of I don't Empire. know how I skipped, but I did. <laughs> Sons of Empire. Right. Mother Effort. That's okay. <laughs> You're prepared. I stayed for the up next really one. late too. <laughs> Jesus, I bet you like did. Torture. This one's got the the home at the castle or something. You know where the kids, uh, the wolf children go to visit. Their yeah, there's a Mike Allred so, two parter that Mike that. Allred's house. Yeah, and it's basically Bigby going back to the North Wind, taking the kids visiting because Snow tells him for Christmas. She wants him to make up with his father. Yeah. And they don't really make really up. make up. But he does show that he's like the bad boy on the block. Basically the son that the North Wind always wanted. <laughs> yeah. And so well, I guess I'll read this. They have so, a weird relationship. I don't week. quite understand. They don't really explain why Bigby's so pissed at his dad. Do they? Uh, yes, because basically he feels like she he left his mom to die at that. Yeah. So... Yeah, um, even I knew that. I didn't even read so, it. So, yeah, he, that's why he's mad, is the yeah. fact that he, he blames the North Wind for his mom's death and yeah. and things. That son of a bitch. Yep. Yes. Well, I could spoil the next storyline. Don't. I, I'm I very excited could. to read it. I want to see what happened to Flycatcher. I could spoil the crap out of it. Sure you could. I, but, yeah, it was good. He's like the key. But it is very much all set up, you know what I mean? Like, it's uh, yeah. all just setting it up setting the big up to, war that's coming for 75. The next one big setup too yeah. it really is in a lot of ways because but it, i feel like this was this is just basically talking about it's build up you know Ooh, both sides are talking about war whereas i feel like i don't even have to read that the good the good prince is really trying to set up a piece that's important for how the war could turn out mm-hmm. in a lot of ways so um, yeah. but yeah it'll be interesting to go there and whatever else but i, I here again, I enjoy it. It's still fun and everything else, but it's not maybe one of the stronger uh, issues. Or, what would you say, story? Uh, good. I'm going to skip it. I'm not there you go. Read it. You're good. I'll just take the next no, you have two to read weeks it. off. I read Carmen, just like uh, Don or Drew did the time before. Excuse this me. is the probably the best thing about coming over here and talking to you guys on the podcast and stuff, because this is something I would never have read at it's all. It's good, right? It's enjoyable, yeah. you know, for the most part. And I, and I say this kind of being weird because of the fact that it's a lot about suicide, you know, and things of this nature and probably afterlife and things and, and trying to, you know, take what you got while you got it, you know, in some sure. ways, you know, and things. But it, it, it tells the tale where you, um, at least for me, I thought it was kind of going in one direction and then it, it, it kind of turns towards the end. I, if anything, I, that... I almost enjoyed the whole story of her kind of going through stuff and, you know, and seeing things and whatever the heck else, more so than even, you know, how the thing the ended resolution. up. Yeah, the resolution. Yeah. But um, but even the resolution, it works sure. in, in some ways. I thought, though, because I enjoyed so much the kind of the interaction between Carmen and and pretty much, you know, some of the, the, the characters, you know, that are heading towards the afterlife or whatever else... Um, that Damn, when they when they pull awesome. away to like the administration and things yeah. of that nature, it that almost I thought almost took too long, and it really yeah, didn't. But yeah. it, it, there's a lot it of words kind of in that, and it pulled exactly. It kind of pulled it's kind me of out important a to understand where they're going. Yes. but 
but it pulled me it away, pull from, away the, from the, the beauty of everything else, yeah. you know, and the discovery and, and whatever, you know, that was going on. I mean, I think that's the, the nice thing with a lot of it. I mean, there's discussion in things, but yet the art and everything shows this beauty around, which is almost the point of it is, you know, look around you and, and kind of see everything and, and get out of your own mind in some cases, you know, and, yeah. and whatever else. But... But yeah, I, I at first I really did not think I would like this at all, and by the time it ended, I I thought it was really pretty good. I should. Read I it. thought he would like it. I yeah. But I realize I'm, it's nothing like what I normally. I'm shocked. Before. Yeah, I would not have thought it. At but all. it's really beautifully illustrated too. That it would yeah definitely. Like the art's really definitely, good. Yeah yeah. So it kind of pulls you. I should just take that and read that. You're welcome to. Nah, it's fine. I don't want to carry it home. <laughs> I have the issues. Cool. Nice. Who's next? Or you want me to just keep going? I read some 20th Century Boys, um, volume 5 and 6. Man, hasn't that been out for like ever? It has. It has. So I read 5 and 6. More of the same. It's weird. It does a weird time jump. Like the last book ended and now we're like, I don't know, 10 years later? And so they don't really tell you what happens. So you're kind of starting to piece it together. And then... Good old timey-wimey stuff. It's not, no, it's not timey-wimey. Like, it's not like time travel. It, like, just jumps in time. It just jumps there. Oh, Yeah, it just okay. jumps into the story. And so That's like, even worse. What happened? It's, I hate It's kind of like jarring, that. and you're not quite sure where it's going. And then by the second book, Six, they finally kind of circle back around to one of the characters that you were following. Now he's older, obviously, and you kind of find out what's what? going on. He aged? Yeah, I mean, Damn he did it. age, but you find out where he's been or where, where he's at now, which the rest of the characters, you're just like, I don't know what happened to him. Hmm. So it's kind of weird, but it's definitely a slow burn. Like like most manga, it kind of takes its time, I guess you could say. It doesn't move super fast, but lots happens, but not a lot of story progression. But uh, it's pretty decent. I'm enjoying it. I think I'll maybe keep reading it. Oh, damn, you brought the next volume of that thing? But, Anyway, 20th Century Boys. Are you getting that from the library, cool. library or something? Yeah, those are from the library. I'll be darned. We'll see now, if they have the next two, next four volumes. Do those read backwards? They do read okay. backwards. This reads backwards. Dude. So I read this is volume so four of nice. Berserk. Berserk. God. Berserk. This is a thing of beauty. I know, right? So this one finally... So, so this very, one he finally gets laid? Is that what happens? Yeah, he gets laid. Um, this one... Look at that. You see some bush in this one. Dang. Yeah, there's some there's some stuff. The next one, I think it's the next one. The next one gets pretty... Well, maybe it's that one. It gets kind of dark. Oh, does it? Yeah. It's getting kind of dark, though, in general. It does some well, weird, yeah. and it's, weird shit. But, so, when it, the first book opens up and uh, Guts, the main character, like, he's cursed. God damn. The detail in some of this stuff, though, is just... Some of these monster battles and stuff is crazy. Insane. Um, but it opens up in, like, Berserk, the main character, Guts. He's, like, cursed. And these demons keep showing up and trying to kill him. And then the... The four... Oh, there's five of them, I think. There's five, like, godlike creatures or whatever... And you don't know. It's like you're thrown into the middle or the end of the story at the beginning, and then it goes back. And oh, so, it goes back. So it's uh, been... You know, flashback type stuff? Yeah, I tell you what, the animes and crap like that just love that type of stuff, don't they? Yeah. Oh, so it's been God. building up to, um, like, how... Because the 
so he joins this he joins this band and the leader is the guy He's that a guitarist? At, at the beginning of it <laughs> at the beginning of the story like the the one of the bad guys is like his who he befriends who's like the leader of this group that he joins so uh. Been waiting to find out like what happens, like how this guy, and so this is the point where he turns evil or whatever, and he gets cursed, and the rest of their their group gets cursed, and um, oh, um so now he now we're starting the story, like we had okay. whatever four books of build up, and of now we're up starting where story. we started at the beginning. Um, but yeah, it's good. Um, like I said, this one, if I remember right, because I've started the next one, and I'm probably like halfway through, so it kind of runs together. So I was trying to find out where this one ended, and I think this one kind of ends with him becoming one of the gods, and then everybody being cursed, and like his whole group of people like all get basically slaughtered by like these evil demon people or whatever. So really? It is really, it is really dark, it is really violent. Um, but the art, the art is, is just is so really cool. amazing. Um, Are you sad that the guy died before he could finish it? I yes. think he did finish it. I think he didn't. He finish it. I don't know. Well, it, it, but it's ending. Maybe it's not finished. I always assumed that he like finished it because they said he died suddenly. But I thought he was done with this. So I don't know. I guess, yeah, that'd be terrible if I buy 11 volumes of this and get to the end and then it doesn't end. I think his, like, assistant's finished it. Oh. Uh, gotcha. But I don't know if it's finished, finished. Gotcha. Man, the art in this what is, is finished. So fantastic. Right? But oh, the... speaking of, since I you said Berserk, do you may see the trailer for Clerks 3? No. <laughs> uh, yeah, kind of. I was going to watch it, and then I was going to wait to watch it with Barbara, and then Berserk. we didn't watch it. Berserk. <laughs> Ooh, speaking of Berserk also, uh, I was I follow Matt Kent, like we're friends on Facebook or whatever, and he ha he posted his... Dude, these, pe these guys that have like these... They post their, their San Diego schedules. Mm -hmm. They're like signing for like an hour a day. Yeah. Because they want to go hang out with Don't the others. Don't they usually sit at their tables stuff. all day? I'm not in like... San Diego anymore. It was that way with that first couple of years we went, but last time I went, it wasn't like that, which was kind of a mm -hmm. letdown. He's doing a uh, panel with Keanu Reeves in Hall H. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, I think anymore what the guys do, they have like signings for like an hour. And yeah. After. And McFarlane, he has a sign every shoot. day. He does, but it's a ticketed event. It is. They all ticketed, but there's four chances. Yes. He also said that only, he said like only attendees, like can get a ticket for his. And I'm like, does that mean like not retailers? So like, if we had gone when we had our diamond account, I wonder if we could have even gotten a ticket. Hmm. I thought that was kind of interesting. But it's a drawing. It's like the Frank Miller thing. Yeah. You get to show up in the morning. Yeah, and get a ticket. And you get a ticket. You and draw then they draw it, yeah. and then if you win. But I don't think he's charged. Is he? He didn't say. I, I don't think. I think he's Brian K. Bond was ticketed too. No, he, they're not charging. But they're not Miller charging. is. Who is Frank Miller? Frank Miller is charging. Yeah, I thought. He but was. I don't know if he's. Is ticketed. he at San Diego? Yeah, he's at San Diego. 
I, you might even have to buy a package. I don't know. I, don't I saw something early on about Frank Miller. I think a lot of the San Diego guys who have ticket events or that sign of the image booth, I don't think they usually charge because they're promoting their stuff. Like, I mean, Brian K. Vaughn has a... Frank Miller's not going to go anywhere and not get paid. That's fine. But, I mean, like, Hickman doesn't charge, does he? I don't know. I didn't wait in his line. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he doesn't. I mean, Scotty Young doesn't even charge unless she wants yes, to. He yes, does. he does. He does. Only, he does. Only for CGC, though, right? No, nope. yeah. $5 splash. He was charging $5 at Heroes. Yep. He yeah. was charging $5 at Planet, but I think he gave you, like, the first one or, or two, two for, for free. free. He's charging and he $5 charged, at Heroes. He charges $5. Scotty Young does. Yep. Wow. Yeah, I was surprised. Yeah, it's even that, more if it's CGC, of course. Yeah, if it's CGC. That's where a lot of more. them are going. That's why I was surprised that even... But he is charging thought, per huh, autograph. might have been something. That's interesting. I Which he would not. I know at Planet he was charging, but you got a few free. But at Heroes, I don't even think he was doing free. I think it was just straight up five bucks a wow. autograph. But yeah, I think most of the image guys don't. But I guess Scotty Young is an exception. He's image maybe guy. he doesn't. Maybe he's pulling a, a Mel Brooks, the producers, on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Maybe he just doesn't want to sign books anymore. Oh, I'm sure he doesn't. And so he's charging and hoping that the lines will get shorter. Oh, I'm sure he is. I bet he signs a lot for fewer books for five bucks. I don't think so. It did just look like You've a seen this freaking dude, people. So, I don't five bucks it. is nothing. It's not much. But especially but if you just want one. If you just want no, one. Dude, there are people that drop hundreds of dollars. Of yeah. food if just you just want a couple, though, of tips medium and have a couple things signed, five bucks really isn't much. No. It's no. the ones that go up there and they got a stack, you know, I'm just freaking spoiled. this high. And that they well, still spend and plop down $200 to have him. Well, I mean, stuff. when Scott Young would do a quick sketch for you for nothing. Like, you'd go, he'd sign something and give him a sketchbook, and you'd do a quick little Dorothy or something, you know. Right. So, that's the school I come from. Right. No, and, and... But there's a lot of people that talk about that, though, too. Because on the Facebook groups I'm on, they're like, holy crap. You know, I, there's a bunch of these guys that are probably your age or older that are going, you know, I think this might be my last con, you know, and things like this. Because they're just like, things are just so expensive, you know. I, I used yeah. to go because I was a fan, or, yeah. I, you know, I still am. But, you know, it's just pricing me out. Yeah. Well, and, and I kind of agree with Scott, like... I was turned off. So, at Heroes, like, Rick Leonardi had a Heroes, uh, uh, what do you call it? The, uh, Booth? No, yeah, but the, for charity. Yeah. Is that Heroes? It's, no. It's, uh, what is it? I can't think of the name of it. Hero Initiative. There's the Heroes Hero Initiative. Initiative. Right. Is that what you're trying to go for? Yes. So he had a bucket for Heroes Initiative, but he also had listed, like, Autographs, one dollar each. Yeah. And then he had a heroes initiative sure. bucket. Yeah. And for that, like if, if people are suggesting or they have something like a dollar, okay. You know what I mean? Like I had him sign like two things or three things and I threw five bucks in his bucket. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Like Walt Simonson wasn't charging, but he was had the he, heroes. He had the heroes well. thing. Yeah. And he did a sketch for me. So I threw in like ten bucks. Yeah. There was another guy, I can't remember who it was, and he wasn't charging, but he had the thing out. I had him sign a few books, throwing five bucks. Yeah. Then I go to see Klaus Jansen and Klaus Jansen is charging ten dollars for an autograph. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm like, Okay, if if you were, you know, I'll throw five bucks or I'll throw it when when you're asking for donations for it, like I'll gladly do it. But when you're charging like Scott said, five bucks is five bucks. 
And maybe, like Klaus Janssen, I would have paid five bucks, but I wasn't paying ten bucks. Yeah, sure. Same thing with Larry Hama. Why would I pay Larry Hama ten dollars to autograph? But book? I find that yeah, with I mean, a lot of those types of things too. Maybe which, five bucks, I might. But well, 10, it was kind of yeah. like what Garth Ennis, you know, at Planet. He was charging, he what, was five, charging bucks. five dollars. So instead of me bringing up, you know, most of my trades, I'm like, I brought one. Right. <laughs> so it did deter me. I mean, right. I still got one well, in there, and so I could go up and say I met. And I'm sure that may be part of the reason why they do that. You know, so that they don't get stuck signing a whole stack of stuff. Because had he but not the guy charged, that was in front of me, I might have brought you know freaking nine paper right. trades to have him. But sign. the guy that was in front of me, he had twenty. He he dropped a hundred dollars. He had twenty books. Well, that's because Garth some of them want to do that. Yeah, exactly. But and and that's the thing. Like Garth Ennis, I I knew ahead of time that he was charging five dollars. Yeah, I built it in. I. I say I built I it in too. my budget. But you already had it mentally but prepared. But I had it meant I was mentally yeah. prepared. And I've never met Garth Ennis. And I'm a big fan of his work. I'll probably never get a chance because he doesn't do very many shows. So and I'm believe like, it or okay. not, I think he was cheaper there than he was at the next thing that he's going to. Right. Freaking some others. But like, so. I don't know. Like, if Garth Ennis was charging $10, because John Romita Jr. was charging $20 just for a straight autograph. And yeah. I'm like, nope, that's fucking crazy. Like, and $300. I've already like got stuff signed. Sketch. I've already got stuff autographed by him years ago for free. Even if I didn't, I probably am not waiting in line and paying $20 for a John Romita Jr. autograph. You know what I mean? He's, he's going all not. over the place right now. What the oh, hell's yeah. going on there? He's, start, he's doing Spider-Man. He's doing the it? art on Spider-Man. So he's, like, trying to promote it? I mean, why is he going to all these shows? Yeah, he hasn't done shows for a long time. time. I know. So, it, I and know. so he's popped up, and all of a sudden... So Maybe he's getting ready to retire. That's what I didn't know. I mean, I, I, he hadn't done shows for a long time, and all of a sudden, everything that I'm looking at... Yeah. But every every con I've been looking at this year, it seems like John Romita Jr.'s coming, you know? Yeah. He was at... Was, he, was he, at he was at Planet. Planet. He was he's at, at Heroes. Heroes. He's at some other one, I think, coming up, like... Uh, kinetic con or something right. weird but, you know i mean there's like all these cons where it's like john Romita jr's at um i thought he was hard to get a hold of what the hell <laughs> chris jackson told me before planet that he was only doing like eight shows this year okay only eight but that's yeah, still eight more than he's he done was the doing last a two. limited tour <laughs> so. or whatever so it was going to be hard to see him. So if you did want to see him and you were going to Planet, then you wanted to see him. See him you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, eight shows in one year is a lot. I know, but he limited. hasn't done anything. But he yeah. hasn't done anything for, for a long time. So sure. I don't know. I, I don't know. No, I just printed this. So I was trying to work it out because you got to kind of get the... Um, so I was trying to get loose. Yeah, yeah. That's all. But it's nice. like a fidget spinner. Okay. Uh, Actually, in Infinity Cube. Yeah. All right, yes, let's do more reviews. Sorry, I don't know how we got derailed. I don't know, you guys. I got all railed. I read the past... So I went to the comic store and I had three Lemire books. Like in one month. I don't know what the hell Lemire is doing. This is a golden month then. He's out of control. Good. But anyway, I got the passageway. This is their um, first book, sort of, to their... Bone Orchard Mythos, which is like a whole line oh, of books yeah. that are going to be connected. But it's what'd you Lemire think of this thing? And Sorrentino is good. It's very simple, straightforward kind of short horror, horror story. story. Okay. Not much to it. Self-contained. Yeah. Okay. I mean, but I think it's supposed to be part of a bigger. Universe. Yeah, yeah. I, well, but, yeah. I got that free comic book for yeah, which that it, universe. and they talked about that. So. I'm like, I didn't get that. I think that's even more important to it. Is it? Huh. So I kind of missed the first part. But anyway, it's do about I need this, to bring that over to you? 
Yeah, that'd be cool. Okay. I don't know if he's going to put it reprinted or put it in a trade or what he's going to do. Okay, I'll just... He'll probably have it it on his um, whatever... Substack? Substack blog for a $20 donation. You can read it. But, um... Instagram Basically, this guy is a geologist, and there's some weird... Things going on at this island where a lighthouse Strange things is. things are afoot at the Circle K. So he goes to this lighthouse, and this guy drops him off, and he meets this old lady who lives at the lighthouse. Who's kind of like the, what do they call him, the patron of the lighthouse? The, She's yeah, a limited Caretaker. Anyway, he comes to this, like, thing on this island. There's this big hole in the middle of the island. He's like, well, how deep is it? She's like, I don't know. I dropped a rock, and I never heard it hit. And he's, like, trying to figure out. This is a fucking island. What is this there a water is. below here somewhere? So he's got, like, a <laughs> it's drone. It's a volcano. Pulls out, like, his drone, and it's going down into the hole. and Gets know, ate by something. And weird things are just happening in this hole, and this lady's real creepy and weird, and the guy who dropped him off is, like, her brother. He's, like, flipping through the book and reading it to us. So, yeah. I'm not. I used to do But uh, it's crazy. You guys it's kind of weird. Time, pretty time. simple. Pretty straightforward. Not much Scott to it, it, but it's. I think it's all set up for what yeah, the, the next series. Well, honestly, by me taking this, it'll remind me to bring the to find comic. the free comic book, and you'll read it, so I can do that. So yeah, it was cool. I liked it, but I mean, there wasn't much to it. But I just like looking yeah, at Plumier. I, I figured so. Prime I Sorrentino. Oh, continue with the. Uh, yeah, and then Drew can do Facebook. It'll be a Jeff Lemire freaking. You know, he's very, being very prolific. And right I'll now. just no, sit here and listen to everything. And apparently, have you read about. this Primordial? Yes. Primordial. What did you think of it? I don't remember. Did you talk about it? Um, you did. He did. I don't yeah. Know. God damn. I know um, that you talked about it. About I really it, liked it. You did. I liked it. It's, it's all right. <sighs> you know, it reads. Very, it's okay. It reads it's pretty fast. Which is the good thing about it? Yeah, I don't. Thing. I think I, it's one of these things in which I feel I, I think I'm too dumb for this type of thing. I don't know. I do like the art. I love the way the art style kind of changed too. That is kind of cool. You know, between where when the um, it's talk, it's focusing more on like the animals and yeah. wherever the hell they're at versus you know kind of things going on in Earth and our source and stuff. So the basic premise, you know, you've talked both cool. about it. You know, we're we shot stuff up in the sky with a dog and a couple of monkeys and shit never came back and disappeared. And then a couple but people... she on, never gave up. A couple people on Earth never she gave up. And they're trying dog. to send something out there to try to see what they could find, you know, and get them back. Or her monkey and of course, the she wanted the dog. And so uh, sooner or later, the dog and the monkeys, you know, they can communicate with each other and they're figuring out, oh, well, then whatever the hell we're at is going to send us back in this crazy-ass multi-rainbow ship and so they they go back and the yeah now it's like what 40 years later or 60 years later 60 or something years. 60 they years shut down the space programs that's right it was 60 to 20s yeah so and all of a sudden now this weird freaking ship's there they want to blow it up and the old lady's like yes it's back and whatever else and whatever the fuck happens it looks like our whole world has been redesigned so who knows uh, but hopefully a better world. It goes I all guess. 2001 AD at the end. I feel like it should be. Yeah, it kind of reminded me of like that sort of high concept sci-fi, like 2001 or like the Arrival. And see, 2001, I, I found boring and oh, was way over my head. So, greatest movie I'm, ever. A lot of people think that, yeah, and you guys are. So um, I think it's just right up there with Blade Runner. I think it's fucking dumb. And so <laughs> Blade Runner is kind of in I the same Scott count. Doesn't like Blade That's Runner, right. So I said. <laughs> So, uh, who doesn't like 2001? 
I'm not a fan of 2001. But I, I've seen things like that what too late. What are you late, now? Too late in life, you know, is part of the problem there. No, so. I think 2001 you want to see later in life. Really? Hmm. You don't yeah. even like the storyline of like the... I, then I think I'm just too dumb. Do you just not like... So. Like, okay, 2001 I agree with you. Like the high concept's just kind of boring. But then you realize this, there's this really cool story of this robot like killing the whole crew. Going on at the same time. It's like super cool. Uh, but if you're not into this? that... How? If you're yeah. not into that, it's, I, can't, I, I, yeah. I, can't, I can't help you. But I'm not a big... I mean, borderline horror, you know, in what some ways, too. What are you doing, and, Dave? Uh, I'm not really <laughs> a big horror fan. I mean, I think that's... Well, it's really not why. horror. It's just... It is in some ways, I though. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. It, it gets to that... I mean, I feel that way almost like with freaking... Uh, what is it? The Shining, you know, and stuff, too. I mean, it's a great movie, supposedly, but it's not the genre, I think, that I tend to like, either, in Crazy. general. So. I mean, it's well done. Did you watch Doctor Strange but... yet? Oh no, I haven't. What? Man, I probably won't like that. Is probably oh the thing. God. Dude, you know, you're gonna love Doctor Strange. So he probably I, won't like. it. I so. guarantee you will love Doctor so Strange. I don't know. I won't like it. But, yeah. Can I give you my Voodoo account so you can log in and watch the Voodoo it? Voodoo. I have a DVD of it. Oh, you do? Yeah. Bring the DVD. You have a DVD player? I do have a DVD player. Bring the oh DVD. So Scott can watch it. So anyway. Primordial, it feels a little over my head, but it was still, it's still solid, you know, type things. I mean, it's good writing and great art, and every, and it was a fast read, so it hits a lot of those points that I like. I just, like I say, I feel like it was a little, I felt stupid by the time it ended, so, type of thing. I, it's, I enjoyed it. I just can't work with it. I'm yeah. not sure I understood it. I, was like, oh, cool. I is, read New Burn. What is New Burn? Is it's that by the, Jake it's, Phillips? Yeah, it's, it's the hot new book by Chip Zdarsky and Jacob Phillips from Image Comics. You have a lot of issues Eight months it. ago. I went through eight. I thought maybe I should start reading it to see if I like it. That's a good plan. Do you like it? Uh, dude, I read the first couple and I'm like, this is garbage. <laughs> and then I started... <laughs> wow. And then I powered through Strong. and it... It got better. And it got better. And I kind of dig it. Jake Phillips draws just like his dad. Yeah. Um, Imagine that, but not as good. So yeah, so this is about it's it's almost like so he's a he's like an ex cop. This is almost kind of like oh my god, what was that Um, the show where the dudes like the liaison with the prison, Um, the TV show. Uh, mayor of Kingstown. Oh, okay. Oh. So he's like a retired detective, like a retired police detective, and um, but he works for the mob. Like he keeps the mob happy, and like um, like he if there's something going on in the mob, like they come to him, and then he figures out what's going on, and then he makes peace or whatever. Like the um, like there's five families or whatever, and then there's like a lady. Um, that he hooks up with early on and she kind of, he kind of takes her under his wing and she kind of is like his partner or whatever, like his research. And then like, he's kind of bringing her along, but I mean, it, it's okay. Like I, I, I read the first couple issues and I'm like, it, I didn't, I didn't say this is terrible, but it's like, this is not drawing you in. It's not drawing me in. This is basic. Like, why do I need to read another story like this? Blah, blah, blah. And then as I kind of read it a little bit more, it, it kind of gets fleshed out and it's, it's interesting. 
You know what I mean? Like, oh, it's not... There's a page of nothing but words. Yeah, I know. Oh, there's a God. whole page of words. Yeah, yeah it's terrible. <laughs> oh, another um, page that one. I know. There's lots oh of pages gosh. of words. It's that lady's diary. <laughs> like, she does diary entries oh, or whatever. Oh, that's bad. <laughs> yeah. Don't do that. But, I mean, it's... It's a comic book. Why you it's fine. It's fine. I mean, what do you want? A, a drawn page of a diary that she's reading so that you can read the diary no, page? No, it's fine. I just was thinking That's what I want. Yeah, it's always our complaint of... Uh, too many words sometimes. right so but um yeah i mean it it grew on me i'll probably keep reading it it it's fine um i don't know what it was maybe it was in a bad uh, not a bad mood maybe it's in a weird space you know how sometimes you read stuff like the first page is like just you know printed on the yeah you know a lot of times they'll have no waste credits of space there. It's no, no waste of or space. an advertisement but they have the credits, on the, have the credits right, right there. there i know so i just <laughs> so trying to be different how do you really feel about confuse that? you Already. So it's fine. It's fine. It was fine. I'll probably keep keep buying it. Has a trade come out of it? Looks like a lot of issues. Yeah, I think so. How did I not order the trade? I don't know. Is this finished? Uh, no, it's, I tried to it's order ongoing, all trades. I believe. It's ongoing? Yeah. To how long? Didn't you already talk about the know, Department of Truth? I did a little bit. Did, I, did you reread the first I reread them. I reread the first. You're going to have him talk about that one now? No. Go no, for it. No, Go for it. No. He, no. he led you right in. No. Go for it. I reread no. the first five. Did I make any sense when I talked about it the last time? Cause I don't no, know you didn't I... talk about it. You like said, do you care about this book? I was like, no. And you're like, okay. You should talk care about, about this book because it's awesome sauce. Cool. I read a Maze book. Cool beans. You read a Maze book? I read Maze book. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what did you think book. of that? It's pretty cool. I mean, it's very Lemire. It's kind of depressing and sad. Have I is. seen an advertisement for this? With, Why is this so and then it, I reviewed it. Is that it? 18 okay. months ago when it came out. I probably the read it. The cover just came out. I think the issue just came out a few months prior. Wait, I don't even remember that. But uh, the basic idea... There are, no, there are a lot. It's like beautiful. Sorry, The basic idea is there's this guy... I don't even remember and when he fought the Minotaur. his daughter died of some kind of childhood disease. And after his daughter died, him a and his wife, issue. their marriage fell apart and they got divorced. And he works this job as like a city inspector and he's very depressed and he doesn't want to make yeah, any connections oh, with anybody. Do you hear me talking, Don? I uh, do. Listen, okay, cool. I'm trying to explain to Scott. Can we not have a conversation? That's part of the idea here. Holy crap. I talked about it because I was pissed because he fucked up the construction inspection. He didn't even catch it. See, if I, I wasn't here, you wouldn't know. Oh, that's why he didn't like this. He messed up. Wow, I thought the, we were having... Are you mad? We're so, No, not really. Uh, no, okay. he's not. So, anyway, I'll I don't know you. where I was. He's a city inspector, and he's sad, and he won't... Not a very good one, though, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now you're pissing him <laughs> off. Scott did that, not good. me. But yeah, it was fun. It had like a whole maze moment. Oh, stop. Going on it. Do it. It's kind of like your basic Lemire story. It's cool. Check no, it out. No, do the review. I'm done. No, I want to know you what like you thought it? about but it. But you, you thought it what was What did overall. you... It was good. All right. Did you get the ending? Did I get the ending? Didn't, it's kind of like weird, wasn't it? Like, open no. I, That's where I was going to go. The, I mean, Lemire tends to have these endings that either go feel, kind of into the the... Dark a little bit, or into this like type of thing of. Like, How does it end? Are you gonna read it? Are you taking it? Yeah, he's reading it. Okay, but you can still ruin it for me. I don't care. I like the ending. It's Jeff Lemire. Sometimes would end. He used to end books on sad notes. Now there he seems go. like he ends them on happier notes. Okay. And so like it had a nice, redemptive <laughs> type ending, which I enjoyed. 
Nice. Scott will like it because it has to deal with loss and how to deal with loss. Yeah. I do tend to like this type of stuff, don't I? But it is very much about loss and how to deal with it. It's got a whole maze motif going through it, hence it's maze book. Because his daughter really liked to do maze books yeah. when she was a kid. But I didn't really think the whole maze motif was that... Like, he talked about it being... Lemire in his newsletter, he talked about being really cool, how he integrated all those mazes. And he kind of does, but it's not as integrate as I expected it to be. How about that? Hmm. But it was cool. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Hmm. But it's your typical Lemire slice of life type story. Ah, nice. Um, which is weird because he said it started as more of a genre story, but it ended up being a slice of life. Or... Huh. Because he said he likes to try and do like a genre story and then do like more of a slice of life type story. Okay. Like back and forth. So what is a genre type? You mean like, like more uh, sci-fi. sci-fi? Like he said he'll do... Did you ever read or... Trillium? Ooh, but he said how he did sure. like Royal City and then he did Trillium. Then he does like Sweet Tooth, which is more genre, and then he does like uh, Essex County. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like he kind yeah. of bounces between. What was the one with the hockey player? Yeah, like that would be a slice of but life. That would be a slice of life, yeah. But now I feel like he's getting to a point where his slice of life and genre are just melding. melding. Yeah, that's, what I was, like that's why genres. I was like, how are you splitting that up? But okay. Like Royal City, you read that, right? Yes. It was very slice of life. There was really no... I felt that way big time, yeah. There was no, like, supernatural... I mean, there's kind of a ghost thing going, but not really... It was more slice of life, not really, like, yeah. science fiction or horror. But Essex County, I think, is the same way, and, yeah. and some of those others. Yeah, like, the hockey player it. one was yeah, very what much... what the hell was that one called? I can't remember now, but, yeah. Yeah, I can't remember Man, either. that's very... But I almost feel like Sweet Tooth, uh, in its own way, is a little... The way that he writes it almost feels like a slice of life in some cases. Yeah, but it's technically know, genre because it's post-apocalyptic. But it is post-apocalyptic, so, yeah. so I can I can see that. But his right. writing style tends to float more to yeah. to some of that. Correct. But I even know his that, like, even his genre stuff has yeah has a lot some of slice of life, slice of life in feels. It. But yeah, yeah. Okay, so, okay. Yeah. I, I think I'm getting there with you. So I read uh, "We Only Find Them When They're Dead" book two. I don't know. This is... There's some things that I like about this, um, but there's other things that just kind of frustrate me a little bit about it, you know? Did anything happen in that book? Um, I don't know. There's some words. Somebody talked. There, there is a lot of talking. There's a lot of backstabbing weird shit going on. But at the end of the day, there's a fucking dead god, and they're kind of fighting over who can have it. You know, is really what it kind of does, and it doesn't get resolved by the end. And I'm not entirely sure what the hell's happening on like the last what page and two pages or something like this, because it does like another damn time jump, I think, or something. They like their time jumps, which a lot of times I I, I dig that, but I don't know. I feel like I'm constantly yeah, every flipping. book you guys have talked about has done time jump. I know. I feel like I'm doing that. Yeah, the last two pages it does another goddamn time jump to. That's the middle of the book, Scott. That's not the you would think, pages. but there and there is the two pages end of book two. Oh. So, you know, there you go. And then it's just a bunch oh, of the covers. Got a bunch and of covers. So, yeah. Huh. So, so, yeah. But uh, most of it happens in what the hell was it, like 2412 or some shit like that. And then they jump, you know, a good chunk of years and they have something that makes absolutely no sense again to try to tease you for the next one. I, I found some things interesting, especially like when the. So the basics uh, here of when they only find them when they're dead, the at the very end of the book one, 
this guy who's like trying to figure out his like place in the universe and why do these gods only come back when they're dead and all this other type stuff. He goes, disappears, and then all of a sudden when they find him, he comes jumping back, you know, I don't know, 30 years later or something, and he comes back as a fucking god. And it's like, oh, wow, and that's how the other one ends. And you're like, oh, what's going to happen here, you know, type things. He looks like an angry god and whatever. Well, it turns out he fucking died as soon as he come back. So, you know, type things. So it kind of leads into, I mean, I should have been prepared. They only find him when they're dead. This guy they found like three seconds before he died, but then he just dies. So now they're all fighting over his body, basically, is what's going on. Because you now have half the people that go, we seen him as a freaking human, you know, type things. And then he became a god. And so we need to worship him because he knows how to become gods, you know, and things. So they like are basically planting and camping out there and they're whatever the hell his name is, you know, they kind of give themselves the name of it. And then there's others of that that go, now that this guy's showed up as a god, though, all of a sudden now God's coming back and as these dead things are, like, drying up, they, they're not coming back anymore. So all this freaking supply chain infrastructure shit that they had going on by basically harvesting dead god parts is gone. It's drying up. And so there's this one fucking god left. And these people that are all depending on dead god parts to survive are like, we need that god. So... There's this little bit of a... He is dead. They just Uh, need him. They just want him because they want his parts. But half the people are camping out on this dead body because they're worshiping him. So... So there's this little bit of a struggle there, and Our now, struggle. but because of that, there's like backstabbing going on all over the what place. What are we doing with so, dead god parts? Are we grinding them and making spice? Yeah, some some essentially them, yeah. something like that. Yeah, they eat some of them. Some of them are good for. Does it give you good powers or something? Uh, dead god not, flesh? not really so much there. I think it gives Rhino you a little bit of a high, I think, and stuff of that nature. But the, it does seem like certain god parts can help power things and, and other type stuff. I'm zero. It so, sounds like I'm zeroing out but, on the on important parts. I was kind of thinking about that same thing too. It's like, I mean, I know the gods are pretty big, but how much stuff can they really take off from how long, how far does that go for a whole universe of like people? It doesn't seem like it would go very far. Especially when there's only one god that's showed up in the last 20 years or yeah. whatever the hell else. Yeah, I know. I, I don't know either. So, and then, you that know, it tries to thing. do a little bit of this misdirection mm-hmm. thing where it, like, focuses on one character, you know, and gives us great setup and backstory and flashback, you know, and so, of course, it jumps back, like, fucking five years, and you're going, okay, when happened in what timeline? And then it jumps forward again, you know, and then you go, ah, uh, and then you're like, okay, here's what happens. Oh, guess what? She's going to die, you know, get stabbed. You just spent almost an entire issue focusing on this girl, and now you killed her. So, hey, cool on your misdirection, but um, sometimes it just almost feels like, why the hell did you even go there? I guess there is some setup, but at the end of the day, I like the a lot of ideas that are in this. I just don't know how much of a fan I am of the execution at this time. I wonder if it'd be. I like the art, but I wonder if oh, it'd be yeah. better with a different artist who maybe was a little better at making it clear, yeah, making some of the things. Yeah, depicting like because he's very stylized and the camera angles are weird. You know oh what I mean? yeah, what and sometimes was, I miss some of the action a little bit too. That way, it was I a little more back. like a straight, like an artist who was more traditional. You know, I think possibly would that help the story maybe because it it does jump around a lot. Oh, it does. It loves and to it jump makes around. it more confusing. So to have the art be a little hard to follow too, even though it's cool. It just adds to the... I could definitely see that. Confusion. I could definitely see it. Yeah, I, I'm a little unsure. I like the first one a lot because because of the ideas and stuff. I just don't know that this... I'm sure it's 
progressing more towards an end game type things. But that's it only one more book. But it really didn't progress too much like I thought. But that's okay too. It just was a little odd. It'd so, be interesting where they stick the last arc. Yeah, I, they, I would assume so. Especially yeah, if they're only going to do what another like just six one more. Yeah. six issues or something. Yeah, I think only okay. five, aren't they? Uh, yeah, it may be. That may be right, know. yeah. Type things. Yeah, this is six to ten. I think there's one more or five. Six to ten, yeah. So, yeah, just five. Okay. So, yeah, I feel like you. I like the ideas. There's enough to keep me coming back, but it does seem like it's weird. Yeah, yeah. Got some issues. Yeah, a little bit. Something in there. I just can't really totally place it either. Yeah. All right, what you got, Don? What you got, Don? Oh, I got this cool book. It is cool. Cain and Abel. Abel. Yeah. I was trying to look through it because I couldn't remember exactly. So this is a... <laughs> I had that problem. This is a two-part. Like, it's it? got two... Yeah. Um, check out the the Abel stuff. Crint Abel. So it's Shaky Cain and Crint Abel. Um, I've never heard of Crint Abel, but his art's cool. I think you'd like this, Drew. It's kind of like wacky. It kind of reminded me. It's kind of like wacky, off-the-wall, a little violent type stuff but crazy it kind of reminded me of like the craziness like when we first read um american barbarian oh yeah like not just that kind of crazy out it's there the weird wall, concept off the wall stuff yeah um but so the shaky so there's like four stories in there there's two by like shaky cane and there's two by the current able guy do you want to look at it yeah i think so oh the art's kind of cool the art, so Shaky Kane is kind of like a Kirby, um, like a Kirby clone kind of, I yep. guess, you know. Um, his stuff, I didn't really get that much, but the, the Crint Abel, there's two stories in there, and they're both kind of standalone, um, just kind of goofy off-the-wall stuff. Like, the first one, the first story he did is, like, there's a, this lady creature alien whatever that comes like up out of the sewers or whatever to like take over the world and she's like um she plays this boom box or whatever and like all the people like melt and meld into like one giant like person creature thing it like all moves as one and she controls it and then like I think Fur Bear is his name, but, like, this bear on, like, a jetpack with, like, two, like, weird-looking babies, like, on his shoulder or whatever, and then they have, like, a fight. You know what I mean? Like, it's just, like, pulls out a chainsaw and, like, cuts the lady up. So, I mean, it's it's very crazy. And then the last one that he does is, like, more of, like, a vampire. It's like a Batman and Robin kind of duo superhero team or whatever, but it's almost kind of like it's Rogue Warrior. Sleepy. Yeah, like, he's driving this, like, skull car or whatever. That is really freaking cool. Yeah, actually. his art, I really like his art. Like, his art is really cool. And then, like, um, he's, um, oh, God, he's, like, there's, like, aliens or vampires or something, and there's, like, a little twist where it happens and then this and that, but they're they're kind of short stories. The, um, the, the Shaky Kane stuff, I think he did a book, like, through Image called, like, coffin coffin something or whatever like there was like two or three trade paperbacks of it which i've never read i think they were single issues but uh i don't know i really like the crent able stuff like more than like the the crent able or i mean the shaky i like the able stuff more than the cane yeah so this is some weird shit man yeah it, it is kind of strange um but uh anyway 
I don't know. If either one of you want to borrow it, you're more than welcome to take it and read it. So I'll take it. All right. Nice. Looks like a quick read. Yeah, yeah it didn't. It, it didn't take too long. Um, I like I said, I really liked the artwork and the detail. And then they've got like funky ads, like you know, they've got like the old ads, like you know, a dollar ninety eight for the big giant. Uh, Frankenstein monster, you know, like the old kind of comic book ads and stuff. Like they re kind of redo those and things. But uh, we'll but, make yeah. you, uh, Mister Olympus, in twenty five days. Yes, like that old <laughs> stuff. So it has some nostalgia factor to it, or whatever. But uh, anyway, cool, nice. I read Kick Ass Volume Three. I don't even wow. think I made it that far. Really. And the single issues, maybe not. I don't huh. remember. What you drop it or something? Yeah, I bought it for a while. Is that the it. end of that? Or maybe I did finish it. I can't remember. I don't know. That's really the end. It okay. doesn't really feel like it's the end. Yeah, I mean, there's more. I guess it, it's really kind of at least starting to get there. But I mean, it ends with like a little cliffhanger because basically Hit Girl shows up there. Like, uh, oh, yeah, I yeah. need to show back oh, up. Oh yeah, there's like a crossover. I think so, next. Yeah, so it's. Uh, you know, they're basically saying something there. But, you know, this is just more of kind of the same. She's, really you know, trying to take out yet another Mexican cartel. And there's some damn Russians that are involved. So she's smacking things around. She did somehow get like a team of some kick-ass females that are helping her. But hell, a big chunk of them die. And, of course, there's yet another crazy fucking enemy that the wheeling, big-breasted wheeling dual machetes you know and stuff and chopping off heads and she's got to take this girl out she finally take care of her brother-in-law in this and that's probably the biggest the most important thing i was going to go there was the fact that her brother-in-law woke up he seems to remember what happened he's trying to blackmail her and trying to to get money and then so so finally at the end of this one she it looks like she killed him i hope I mean, basically, she put yeah. a pillow over him, and, you know, it looks like he flat lines. So, hopefully, he's out of the picture. But, yeah, Somebody I don't know what they were meaning to do with face. that storyline, but at the end of the day, it was annoying as hell. So, I'm glad that if she fucking killed his ass. That so, time, he's dead. Well, with all the other stuff that was going on, it was like, okay, really? You really? need somebody to extort you now, too? You know, like this? Yeah. I don't know. And, you know, he... It, Obviously, the bullet in the head and going into this coma and stuff didn't help this guy for the better. So, yeah, I agree with you. Fucking take him out. I'm sorry. But, you know, get rid of him. So, I, it does happen in there. But, like I say, anytime that it's not a bullet through the head, and I'm not entirely sure. I hope that he's dead. So, but we'll see. Overall, I mean, it's Miller. So, it, you know, that, I think that's the, the fun thing. Oh, well, I guess it's not, is it? Nope, Steve, Steve Niles. Niles. But, you know, the, the type thing is is that it still reads almost like a Miller thing where it's yeah. just freaking quick. I yeah. mean, it is more about the action and moving and pacing than it is about the words and, you know, um, what would you say, a whole bunch of soul searching and whatever. I mean, there's some of it in there, you know, type things, I guess, where she's talking about the feelings that are going through her head and thoughts. But overall, I mean, it's just like one action seat to the next. Yeah. And so it's a... Quick, nice fun reading. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's cool. But you you do by the time you get through this, you're kind of wondering, okay, is this what every one of them's gonna be? You yeah, know, the, another new cartel that's stepping up and brings in some yet another crazy bad guy that looks like it may be a little tough to beat, and you know, yeah. And lo, lo and behold, she beats that one. Okay, 
you know, starting to get a little repetitive. Yeah, it is. It really is. So what is this? I don't even know. Like, was it? It's in a dark single room, issues. Man. Can't you figure that out? Or was it's it an collected? It's got OGN. a giant. I might have bought this. I don't. Or maybe I passed on it. I can't remember. I slightly vaguely remember it, and I can't remember if I bought it or passed on it. But I've not received it. it. No, I know I haven't received it. What? That's not like you. So anyway, what is it good? Are you the feeling dark okay, room? This is the dark room. It's by Jerry huh? Duggan and I can't Scott, buy everything, Scott Braun Christian. Oh, I tried, but okay. I can't. Yeah. There's a lot of names at the bottom of that. I know a lot. Um, the basic idea is there's this girl and she her mom died and she's kind of taken over her supernatural occult investigation business. And so she, uh, a guy comes to her house and says, hey, I'm looking for this camera. Supposedly this camera can, like, take pictures and, like, see the darkness of the world or something. And so he's looking for this occult object. And, of course, her mother had it and her mother destroyed it. And she's scared of this guy because he's some kind of evil spirit thing. So she goes and talks to all her, you know, uh, mystical world contacts. You know, it's almost like a private detective story but like with the supernatural like world with like fairies and zombies and werewolves and stuff so she goes and tries to investigate and they have to like i don't know team up with the werewolf who's an ex-boyfriend and stop this guy from getting this camera and she has to do all this weird supernatural stuff the art looked kind of cool the art's not it bad interesting it's pretty good uh, it's okay i'm just not into that whole magic mystical mm. stuff that much gotcha. really so it didn't really hit too much for me. It kind of felt... you remember that series Stumptown? I do. It's a lot like Stumptown, but with, like, Supernatural hmm. instead of Detective. I'm more... Okay. For that kind of stuff, I'd rather just play a straight Detective you rather than add all the, like, fairies and uh, okay. mummies and zombies and werewolves in there. I don't know. Huh. It's, it's all right. It just didn't really... I mean, it wasn't a bad read. It just wasn't anything, right. you know, mind-blowing or was special. It kind of like the newborn, newborn for me. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It's just, it's solid. It's just not real yeah. fascinating. All right, Don, you got five minutes to hit Department of Truth. All right, so. That's yeah. one minute. One minute. Um, no pressure. I guess I should have said it. Right. So, <laughs> it's all about, like, the deep state and secret societies and cabals and lizard men and all this kind of stuff and. So like stolen the, elections. Yes, stolen elections. So like the first issue, they kind of introduced the Department of Truth, and it's run by Lee Harvey Oswald. Okay. Oh so wow! Lee Harvey Oswald was that's a good start. Was kidnapped or whatever. Like he his death was, well, he was his death shot. was faked on live TV, and this secret Smart. government organization like grabbed him, and now he runs the Department of Truth, and he has like a couple people that work for him like agents that work for him and so like did he demonstrate enough intelligence to work for this sounds like something out of the umbrella yeah I know right um I don't know I think he worked for it for a while and then just kind of got old enough that he was the last most oldest agent so they just let him run it or whatever yeah um, and then, so, like, the second issue, they kind of deal with, like, the um, the Reagan era, like, the satanic panic kind of stuff. And then they go into, there's, like, another issue where it was the, was it Sandy Hook? Like, the, the school shootings where mm-hmm. 
where everybody was saying that it didn't really happen yeah. and like the kids were actors and like all this other stuff. So like he goes into that. Not everybody, just a Well, I mean, people. but but that was I didn't mean everybody, yeah, but there that was where it was going around Sure, that sure. The conspiracy theory people were like whatever, hey, it didn't happen, these are child happen. actors and all this, this other all stuff. Just made up. Right. And so there's like uh, and the earth is flat. Right. Well, that's how it starts out, dude. It's like so they recruit this new guy. And, like, he's a reporter, or he works for the FBI or something, and he gets invited to, like, this, um, uh, what do you call it, like a, like a convention or whatever, um, and they're flat earthers. And, like, they're convinced that the earth is flat, and it's like a convention, and they're, like, selling flat earth merchandise and yeah. flat earth t-shirts and, like, flat earth flat maps earth and, and all this stuff. And, mm. like, they kidnap him, and they take him, like, to the end of the world where the world is flat and like all this light show goes on or whatever and then he kind of like blacks out well it turns out like because there's a the the group of the bad people are called the black hats and they're like but they're one side and so like they come and talk to him because the department of truth recruits him to be on their side uh the guy that went like to the flat earth he was like a his name's cole i think okay he's like an agent in the fbi so it's not like somebody real from history is no 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 no, not him okay and so like he goes to this thing and then the black hats want to recruit him but then the uh the department of truth like they come in and they grab him so they're like trying to get him on their side and then like later on the black hats come like the guy that runs the black hats like he comes and he's like you know the department of truth isn't the isn't the, aren't the good guys they're just one side of the story we're actually the good guys like you should come check us out and see us because we're so now they're playing him you know what i mean like which side's right is it the <laughs> the secret government department that's run by lee harvey oswald or is it the millionaire billionaires the black hats you know what i mean yeah. so it's kind of I don't know. I'm kind of into that, like the, you know, like the QAnon and the the conspiracy theories and stuff. Like I don't believe in QAnon. I'm just saying, like I like to know about it and and like read about it, like conspiracy theories and stuff. So I I'm digging it. Cool. I listened to a podcast recently that was pretty much about QAnon and and uh, it, it's very interesting. But anyway, they kept saying deep state and all this stuff, and so like. I read the first five or six issues of this book and then haven't read it, and there's like 17 of them out, so I'm like, I should catch up on this. Hmm. But then I was like, I don't remember anything about like the first one, so I dug the old ones out to reread them. So you're enjoying it though overall? Yeah, I like it. I mean, who knows where it's going to go, but I mean, at least for the first four or five, you know, if they drag it out where it's the fight or whatever with the things, I mean, maybe it'll get boring, but but I kind of dig it. I mean, they're just... He's just taking, it's James Tenyon that writes it, and I mean, he's just taking, you know, conspiracies and weird yeah. stories and around him, so, yeah. it's cool. we'll cool. see. It, it kind of reminds me of, like, X-Files, like, yeah. it's kind of X-File-ish, sure. and then kind of, like, with your conspiracy twist sure. or whatever, so. This cool. might have been the best review you've ever done, Don. Really? Have, like, it's pretty really, good. It wow. is. It's kind of wow. summarized everything. Don's glowing. He is. Thank you so much. Cool. Jeez. All right. Anything else? Thirty I seconds. Nope. I have nothing. I mean, right. you got it in the time. I know and everything. Nice. Dude. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Bye.